You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. It's the Reasonable Wrestling Crew. I am your boy, Chitty Bang, with my tag team partner, Chris the Most High. And this is the unedited, underground, unfiltered, whatever you want to say, unsomething else, underground of podcasting. <laughs> you know, trying to be too cool. <laughs> you got too much dip Got too much dip on my chip, nigga. <laughs> But you guys know what it is. It's the yeah, Wrestling Podcast. Chris, it's been a hell of a week, as it always is. Yeah. And we got a lot to talk about. Um, I'm kind of hyped. I'm kind of hyped for this episode. I can tell, nigga. The I'm intro hyped. was hype. Yeah. Now, yo, what's good, everybody? It is the most high, as he said, Chris Chitty Bang. And this is Reasonable Wrestling. If you didn't know who that was or what that was, that was our uh, homeboy, Montezzi Moore. Uh, which shout, uh, out. shout, shout out, out to Montezzi. You feel me? Shout out to the Swerve City Podcast. Uh-huh. Shout out to Shane Strickland. Uh, that was actually the entrance music that he did for Moose. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, um, I didn't know Montezzi did entrance music. Um, I know I've heard Moose's in TNA. Yeah. Um, and just listening to this stuff now, I'm like, yo, that's just dope. My man's a titan, dog. <laughs> Nigga's a titan. A titan. <laughs> nah, but uh, we just you know um, pleasantries on on Twitter. You know what I mean between the podcast and my personal drink. I just always show love because you know what I mean. Just us in that vein. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Black uh, Wrestlings. Um, shout again to the A Show. I fuck with a, uh, OG Johnny and Mills. Um, they actually got they they jumped off of their mm-hmm. their radio show okay. um, that they were synced to. Got their own thing now. So everybody shout go follow the a, the a Show. Congratulations, um, man! Yo, happy birthday, Kaz! Real life, Kaz! Oh uh, shit! Yeah, What's today? yeah, yeah. Happy birthday! Yeah. So, um, Naja boy, come on, you feel me? <laughs> I represent, yo. Uh, so just you know, everybody, ACH, my man down in Orlando. Yeah, I still, yeah. I'm looking out for you, man. This shout out to ACH at the PC. Um, yeah, man. So it's it's just been a dope, uh, dope week. It's been it's a been busy a dope week. week. It's been a it's been a great month for. 
black wrestler. Yeah, honestly. yeah. Shout out. I mean, you got getting signed and going to the PC. You got Kofi Kingston having a resurgence of his career. We have Velveteen Dream. Come on. The new. Come on. The new. Come on. North American champion for NXT. Um, it's been a great. It's been a great month, and and we're, it's going to be even um, a greater month going into WrestleMania. I know Kofi got his match coming up with Daniel Bryan. I'm excited for him to get that spot. Um, but let's get into before we talk about you know WrestleMania and Fastlane and all that stuff. Let's get into Elimination Chamber. Uh, let's talk about tonight, like. Elimination Chamber was an interesting show. It was it wasn't bad. I, I I personally didn't think it was a bad show. It was long. I mean, it was, actually it wasn't actually as long as we thought it would be. Cause it did end a little bit early. It was long. It just started early. Alright. It was it I, I, I thought it was an alright show. It wasn't it wasn't it was it was like I said to you the night after, it was okay. It was it was it was a show, you know, and what the popping moments were was obviously the Elimination Chamber matches. Of the night, I think the woman killed it. I think the woman did a great job. Uh, shout out to Sasha Banks and, and Bailey for becoming the first ever inaugural women's tag team champions champions for WWE. It seems like everybody has a hard time saying women's tag team champions. Even Bailey, Bailey. Uh, we just saw Bailey at, on NXT <laughs> oh, <laughs> last night. Out, yo, shout out to NXT Full Sail crowd. Um, it's always phenomenal. Uh, like CT was saying, Bailey and uh, Sasha came out, made a surprise appearance. Uh-huh. Said that anybody who wanted can get it. Came out <laughs> there and showed the titles. Uh-huh. Um, it was a good homecoming, surprise homecoming. But yeah, man, can nobody say WWE Women's Tag Team Champions? Sasha can't even say WWE. She got the Kurt Angle syndrome. WWE. 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 Uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, so that match was good mm. for what it was. It was um, <laughs> that ad, it that was, added for what it was. No, no. I mean, come on, man. To be honest, like real life, it was it was twelve women. Um, I think only four of them were in a chamber match before. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be honest, women tag wrestling isn't a thing. Um, it, it is a it, thing though. No, like no, you can't no, say no, that. No, 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 no. The hist- I mean, historically, what I'm saying is, okay, so it's not for nothing like last year. It's not a division. Now it's becoming no, no, a division. No, 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 okay, oh, no, okay. Let's, women tag a division, correct. But even when women would tag, it was just honestly to get uh, an extensive amount of people TV time. In this case, there is a tag division where I watched the match to see how good can it be slash how bad could it be because <laughs> listen man we watched the, the we watched the the elimination chamber match last last year and it was kind of like eh, because it's a fir- it was a first time match uh-huh. this is also another first time match where uh-huh. i mean even though Sonya Deville and and Mandy Rose performed uh, uh, you know, above reproach, and you know Naomi and Carmella performed. Um, it, it, whatever. Okay. Well, well, I'll say this: this is the foundation of a division. So I, I, I didn't expect them to come in there and tear the house down, and especially being the first match. I mean, I think, I think we got what it needed to be. Because here's the thing: Iconics had a moment. Uh, the, the, the Riot Squad, surprisingly, had some decent action in there. Nia Jackson, to me, the wrecked shop. You know, so I want to give these women props for what they did. It's the first, it's only the second time there's been a tag no, team match. Sure. I want to give them props as well. I mean, I do want to give them props, but I, 
Okay, the same thing you say when you were like, yo, the match was sloppy, which it was. It mm-hmm. was a few botches, which it was. Yeah. I'm not taking away from that. That's why I said it wasn't like a seamless Good match, and we predicted that Bailey and Sasha was going to once when we find out the titles. Uh-huh. There's no back, way. Way back in back then, when we heard the speculative, remember a couple? We, 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 we heard it back in November. I was like, "Yo, yo I like the, they might do women's tag team champions," and you know, Bailey and Sasha gotta be the first word. Yeah. So um, I honestly think that uh, you know it was. I'm not gonna say it was a foregone conclusion, but it kind of it was kind of a foregone conclusion that Bailey and Sasha were going to win it. The storyline was built up for Bailey to and Sasha Banks to win it. So um, to, for me to be enthused, I was. The titles are fucking dope. Uh-huh. Sasha and Bailey deserve it because they have been floundering around until this moment. Um, now is for me to see what they do with the division. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Are they going to build it? Is it going to be legitimized? Um, Remember a couple of months ago, you were like, they don't have enough tag team women. They don't have enough right. tag team. I, I, I said they I can't gotta, do it. I got to see. I got to yeah. see. You know, because you're throwing teams together. Yeah. You're what not, you have to do what at first. What you have to do at first. But you have to give. Okay. Now, when you throw Sheamus and Cesaro together as a tag team, you have a best of seven series. They hate each other. Storyline is they come together. Uh, I don't. Bobby Roode and and and, and Chad Gable. We still don't know why they're a tag team, and <laughs> they had to lose the belts until we're like, huh? They're a good tag team. <laughs> Yeah. Last <laughs> week I was like, you know what? <laughs> but yeah, I think it has to has to do some some that had to do with the revival. But yeah, they are tag team specialists. Um, and as you see, like when, when they throw tag teams together, it doesn't always mesh immediately. So what we had in this lineage chamber was a, a was you know Naomi and Carmella being thrown together. We had Nia and Tamina who are very fresh as a tag team. Uh, Sasha and Ben have been working together for a while, but they are legitimate singles acts exactly. in a tag, tag team, team that are trying to form this chemistry that they they have. They genuinely have, but they genuinely have chemistry, but they don't have that tag team chemistry, you know, yet. Like kind of fluent, you know right, what I mean? Right. Um, I think the Rise Squad, uh, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, they're they're showing that they have something there. I think they have ability to not maybe take over the tag division one day, but I think they're growing as a tag team. For sure. And then you got the Iconics who've been working together, who I think are I, legitimate women's tag team. I love, I love the Iconics. They're hilarious. Um, I actually watched their YouTube thing, and I got super excited for them um, when they did that like kind of behind-the-scenes thing. Uh, knowing each other for 14 years. Yeah. From uh, high school, From y'all. high school, from 2005. Um, that That's more legit. That's uh, That's... If you can't get Uso, that is as close as Uso as you can get, dog. <laughs> yeah. High school friends. Not the womb, but bro, as long high as... school high school friends for fifteen years, that's a sister. Mm-hmm. For real. That's a sister. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like I would love to see uh Peyton Royce and Billy Kay kind of like uh legitimize themselves. Um but yeah, Illumination Chamber was off and on. It was in the the stat show um, bled into Raw uh, and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can finish up talking about Elimination Chamber. Um, Usos won the tag titles back yeah. for the sixth time, beating Shane and Miz, setting up for a rematch for next year, uh, next week, uh, next month. Um, we got uh, um, Ronda destroyed Ruby Ryan in like Which, ten seconds. Let me say something about that real quick. Um, I love that they're trying to push this. 
Becky, Ronda, Charlotte um, trifecta match for WrestleMania. I get all that. But my girl Ruby Riot, and you know I'm a Ruby Riot fan. I think that she had some showings with Ronda earlier on last I mean, late last year, where I think they can have a legitimate good match. To see her get jobbed out like that, honestly, I thought was a misstep. Because I don't think the angle afterwards was wow. as... I do. I think that Ronda should have a match. I think, and then they did it on Raw, which was 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 it was all right, you know. But you gotta understand, like a pay per view spot where you give Ruby Ray her first like pay per view spot for a championship. Give her a match and let her just like just get jobbed out like that. Give her like at least like ten minutes to go and then have this angle with Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky because you had time. It's like not like they didn't have time. They they started early. So I didn't like that. Um, I think that Ruby going into WrestleMania is going to be uh, uh, afterthought. Like I don't, I, I, I don't like, she probably mean the women's battle royal or whatever it is. But yeah, I, I want them to show, showing um, showing Ruby some love. That's all, you know. Eh, I mean no. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Listen, dog. Um, was I excited about the match? Yes. When it gave me the end results of Kofi and Daniel Bryan wrestling for twenty five minutes at the end of the chamber, wait, wait, you're talking about you're talking about the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, Elimination Chamber match. So you just roll right past around the. That's what I'm, I'm saying. That's what that's what I mean. Okay. If if them if them going as short as they did was to extend the Elimination Chamber match to allow us to have that Kofi and Daniel Bryan moment. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. All right. I hear you. I'm I'm super okay with that. Because All right. Let's pause on that real quick. We'll talk more about Kofi real quick. But before we hit that, Finn Balor also won the IC Championship. Let's just, just touch on that. Because uh, you're saying that the, you're saying that the Ronda thing, you're fine with that. And I hear you where you're coming from. Ronda beating um, Ruby in quick form fashion, and then they do the angle. And that's fine. I, thought, I think Ruby deserved more, personally. However, I understand what they're trying to do. They don't have any plans for Roby. They're pushing this WrestleMania angle. It's not because, like, let me, like, let's be real about it, man. Um, you either going to have a big change happen at Chamber, which you had. Fastlane is nothing but a filler. It's actually just a money grab. There's no need for them to run a Fastlane pay-per-view. Because you should be spending six weeks to build up your mania. Like, you know, Ruby mm-hmm. Ruby's dead in the water. Like, that match is dead in the water once it's made for Elimination Chamber. It was made on Twitter. And because, for one, mm-hmm. nigga, we've already got Ronda and Charlotte and Becky hindsight for Mania. So, she's not no, dropping the title. I, we know that. And my point is this. My point is this. The match should have been made. Ronda... I guess they're building Ronda up for Raymania because she just quick form does quick work of, of Ruby, and this makes Ronda looks extremely strong going into this match of Raymania. Give Ruby a little bit more. I just give her a little bit more. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. They I, did I, on Raw. It wasn't. It wasn't. They, I it mean, was, it, was, it was. By the time they got to Raw, no one cared. I, I mean, you wouldn't have cared at Elimination Chamber because she was dropping the title. If, if no, it's not about. It's not about her dropping the title though. Like, Bro, what I, you I, mean? I, you showcase. Know, okay, you here's mean the thing. Show, oh, yes, here's the thing. Like, okay, here. There, there's two ways to watch wrestling, and we know that we and you watch it wrestling differently. There's the fans who sit down, 
watched a pay-per-view or it's Raw or SmackDown or whatever, an event, wrestling event, and they're literally, literally watching it as a TV show though, from beginning to end. And they want to see every match deliver. I'm one of those fans. And there's fans who, like, see a car. Every match is not going to deliver when it's Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin, man. Every match is not going to deliver when it's Ruby Riot. Yes, we're excited for the match of Ruby and Ronda because it's something that we've, like, only seen before. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, we've we've seen it before. No, we've seen him on Raw have a a quick match that that ended up in uh, some kind of disqualification or something like that. It's not the same thing as having a pay-per-view. We're not going to sit here and act like a pay-per-view match is the same thing as some ancillary Raw match. Even if it's happened after a pay-per-view match, it wasn't the same. You know, so I I, I think they could have had a better match. Hopefully, we get it down the line again. um, the, The little work they had last year, I thought it was dope. So, hopefully, they, they do something with Ruby going on. Um, I'm a fan. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, we can talk about the Finn Balor. We can talk about Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin and Braun, I think, was going to be what it was. And what I'm what I'm most trying to say is that some fans want to see a whole show and see every single match deliver. And there's some fans who see a card and are like, okay, I'm going to watch this match. I'm going to watch that match. But I'm every match that. is not going to deliver. And, and I see where you're coming from because you're a fan who says sees a card and is like, all right. I don't care about this match. I don't care about that match. These matches I care about. What did I do when SmackDown happened? Like, we're not going to jump around, but we, we watched wrestling together. After Raw happened and I saw the matches, like, my like look at my emotions. There's no way I'm getting excited about Ricochet and fucking Eric Young when I just saw Ricochet and Finn Balor in the ring together. They're, like... There's nothing but up from here. here and, I, and there's nothing wrong with that for you not to be excited about that. There's nothing wrong with that. All I'm trying to say is... And I'm is, not going to be like, give Eric Young that <laughs> chance. <laughs> when Ricochet beats the dog shit out of for a showcase. All right, so here's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. There are different types of wrestling fans. Like, that's the thing. And, that, and you're one of the fans that's like, okay, this match, I don't care about. If they squash the guy, if they do that, I don't care about. Believe it or not, <laughs> there, are, there are Eric Young fans. And there are Ruby Riot fans who don't want to see them just get jobbed out like that. Now, granted, there will be times where their jobs are necessary and they need to happen in wrestling. It just happens. And I'm not trying to be one of those fans that's like, oh, man, yo, Ruby should have won the title. You know, I'm not saying all that. I'm not saying all that. All I'm saying is that Ruby can go and show some 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 fire and some fight. Give her some time. That's what I'm saying. Ruby um, can go. Ruby can't go. That, right, Ruby, that's one thing we can we can agree disagree. On. Yeah, we'll agree or disagree that Ruby. No, Ruby Ruby can go. Oh, agree on? No, we can for sure agree that Ruby can go. Okay. I, I I'm for sure that I'm that Ruby can go. I think honestly, like the landscape the landscape of the women's roster and the women's division is what I was saying about when it came to uh the tag team division. It's always something that has played the women's division having secondary and B side and, and, and uh, B stories that are that are intriguing and interesting. Now, Ruby Riot and Ronda Rousey have had a feud during this past where the Riot Squad has been involved themselves in a couple of matches. It would have been more interesting and intriguing if hey the WrestleMania match wasn't promoted. Two months before, and you got two pay per views. The, the uh-huh. what I'm saying, the, that stuff does kill a match. Okay. It, it does kill the momentum of a match. It does kill the intrigue of a match. But the fact that there's two pay per views, 
the fact that the fact that not the fact that it's two pay per views, the fact that two pay per view. Two pay per views in advance. The main event card yeah, is already yeah, yeah. It's already set. It's like, already we already set. know that Ron is defending her title against Becky and Charlotte. We and already it, know that. So it, going into her matches until then, we don't have as much investment. Exactly. I feel you. I feel and you. So that type of wrestling fan, I am also. I'm a match guy. When the like, bar and DIY had that interaction and they wrestled, what did I say? I'm here for it. Don't give it. It was only. Th- 45 seconds of, I, I didn't even snap. All right, there it is. It was only that long that got me intrigued into a match that I know of people can work. Rhonda and Ruby have a story that I could easily get invested in for a match, but they didn't do it. So that's why I'm yeah. not invested in uh-huh. the match. So I hear you. I hear you. And, that, and, and, and I'm not saying like that. The story was great going into it, and then they they, they 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 I'm not saying that they killed Ruby right. All I'm saying is that man, I wanted to see that match going into the show, and then they, and then they squashed her. So I was a little bit upset by that, but hey, it is what it is. You know, I think Ruby's gonna get her spot, her, her time this year, maybe let down the line. I think she has character, she has a look, she has a, a vibe, and she could work. What else is there to um not you know push her? Not right now, but you know, if they want to squash her, you know what I've done st- instead. I would have had the Riot Squad come down, interfere in a match, have Ronda beat them down, then have Charlotte come in and take out Ronda, and then have Becky hobble herself to the ring and take them out with the crutch. At least then it's like, all right, Ruby doesn't look like a complete chump, you know, after the match is booked, and, you know, she doesn't look like a complete chump, and then she just gets beaten like three, three minutes. That's not what I wanted to see going into it, but hey, that's what they did. And you brought up Baron Corbin and, and uh, Braun Strowman. Here's the thing. With that match, and you book it. Because here's the thing with wrestling. You need to have matches for everybody. And as that's not something for you. You know, Braun and Baron is not something for you. It's not something for me, honestly, either. But if you're booking a match with Braun and Baron, after we've seen that match all last quarter of the year and going into this year, you at least gave us a table spot, double table spot. It didn't make any sense because we don't know what the fuck Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corbin, why are they together? We have no fucking clue. And Baron, and as I mentioned before, Bobby lost his title to Finn early in the night. Why the fuck is he out here helping out Braun Strowman? We don't fucking know. But they gave the, the, the audience... Up, Braun they gave They gave the audience a, uh, a huge table spot. That was a nice, nice little gesture. I... If you're going to book that match with the extensive storyline that no one really uh, is captivated with, and you you know you got to put on a match with these guys, give us a table spot, which they did. Um, yeah, and then they overdid it and doubled down with the tables match the next night. Um, I see what you're saying. Give the fans a spot. Um, yes, that was a a good spot, um, man. I just I just hope they're fucking done. I don't want to see Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman wrestle each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I initially thought that Braun and Bobby should have went at it when Bobby first came back mm-hmm. to put Bobby on the main stage to beat Roman to go and lose to Brock. That would have instantly made Bobby a threat by going 
two and through. Uh-huh. Like at the time, Braun was beatable, Roman's beatable, and you make a returning star. But this is booking black that we're not going to do on Bobby. Anyway. <laughs> but Bob, since Bobby's a mid Carter, like Bobby and Braun can go at it right now, but no one cares about it. So I, mean, I think Bobby and Braun could be a main match if they really want to try. You know, with Leo in Bobby's corner and see what Leo does with Braun chasing him around the ring and shit. Um, I think Baron probably be in the fucking battle royal again. <laughs> I don't know. Well, here's the thing about Baron, though. We, we, we saw in that match that Baron knows how to work a heel match. Baron knows what he's doing. And as our character flashlight, let's give it some Baron some little bit, little bit of props. He has so much heat. With the crowds he's, he's around, he has so much heat with the with the wrestling audience. You got to give him props for that because that's what he's there to do. Yeah, you know, I made a parallel this week that Baron and uh, Baron and Braun Strowman are the big show and Kane of this era. Now, what I mean by that, guys, before you guys go into a hissy fit, because I don't think that they have the legacy of, of Kane and Big Show. I'm not saying that Baron is over here throwing his arms down and the fire is coming up. I'm not saying that. You know, Braun is over here saying, you know, throwing up his, his, his hand. I'm not saying they're the same thing. I'm saying that every era needs the big men. Every era. Now, you have your big men who are just giants, and you have your big men who are powerhouses. We need big men who are giants, like Kane and Big Show. Baron and Braun fill that. And Baron is a... Is a big man who is a perpetual heel. I don't see him. <laughs> I see him becoming a face because they always turn people. But I don't see him. I think his uh, his general his general. What am I trying to say? <laughs> his general disposition is to be a a heel character. And the more we we, we love to hate that guy. And when he does that, uh, when he walks out to the crowd, he's in the the the, the crowd's face. You know, he's always talking shit yeah. to the crowd. Yeah, it was a spot. Excuse me, this episode is brought to you by Zaxby's <laughs> and his big Zach snack and chicken kids nibbler. Man, this shit is good. Um, in the match, he's, it's a kid. Eating all the fuck. Talk, <laughs> hell yeah, nigga, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> um, it's a kid that he was fucking yelling at in the, in the, in the crowd. And going back and forth on him. And he's so good at his job. He brings Braun over there, points to the little kid, punches Braun, and then flexes at the kid. <laughs> like, pussy nigga, pull up. <laughs> and the kid couldn't do nothing about it. You know, so, yeah, you got to give props to Baron um, for creating a lane within WWE that he's fit perfectly. Because we all, we all need pure heels, and he is one of them. You know, he's one of them. We all know Sheamus is one of them. The Miz is one of them. They they when their faces, eh. But when they're heels, Superman, the Miz, fucking extra man, nigga. That's my low spot. My low spot. Miz and that weak ass pussy ass promo that he gave. <laughs> you and Shane man, the fuck out of here with that man. Shit was white. Hey man, team daddy issues. Is going to go at WrestleMania and face off with against each other, which I'm looking forward to. Which I'm not not looking forward to because I'm not necessarily looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to Miz having a spot with Shane because honestly, I think the Shane spot is like 
a spot in itself in wrestling now because we've had the Shane spot since the 90s with Steve Blackman with Big Show and whenever they he has matches people get to say oh yo I had that moment with Shane I re- like or whatever Kurt Angle Shane will take bumps and Shane will get his ass kicked by the Miz and I hope they go that route um this was one of the tag team titles uh shout out to the Usos y'all killing it on the mic um as we always, as you guys always do, <laughs> I hear you leaving WWE. There's rumors that you leaving. Whatever's going on with the Usos, just keep keep man, doing your thing, I, man. I ain't respond. I ain't listening to rumors. Just like you know, people's like, "Oh, Undertaker's out of Starcade," and I'm like, Starcast, whatever. <laughs> Is that a Conrad thing? You know. Yeah. Um, um, I think, man. I honestly, all of it. If, if, if Russ is going to be sports entertainment, where's the fucking sports at? Right? We look all the time to fucking free agency in, 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 our, in, our, in our sports. The transaction has moved past to what people pay attention to with their teams. Uh-huh. What's free agency in 2020? Free agency cap rooms. Like, niggas don't even fucking understand business all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Yeah. Now they fucking mad and GMs and shit and know how... Cap space and shit works and uh-huh. contracts. What do you think wrestling is, man? <laughs> Nigga, when my contract went with you, oh, these niggas making bread over here? Cool, I'm going to see what it's talking about. Oh, y'all want me to go? Y'all want to offer me some more money? Cool. <laughs> Nigga, negotiation. Yeah, yeah, like, and you're right, and you're right. No, 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 that's a good point because like, a lot of people were making rumors about people leaving WWE. Guys, they're, they're finessing the AEW as leverage to make their contract with WWE more lucrative. Just because you hear rumors about people leaving WWE, I mean, there are people who are leaving. You know, we heard, we heard Dean, we heard Hideo, and now recently we heard uh, Ty Dillinger's leaving. Um, yeah. And not to get off track, but yeah, this so let's is... Talk about it. Let's go into it. I mean, we haven't even talked about the Elimination Chamber yet. I mean, <laughs> but, we're done with the Elimination Chamber, man. No, was, nigga, we are not done with the Elimination Chamber. I need to talk about that match, the, the, the main match. And what I felt with that match... With Kofi Kingston, because, like, we had to talk about that match. We had when to talk I about- started the one talking about Kofi, you like, oh, let's talk about Finn Balor. Fuck Finn Balor. It ain't black. It's Black History Month. We should have left Finn in Irish History Month if we wanted. <laughs> nigga, he won the IC strap. Good. Nigga, Kofi. Kofi in that match. And Ruby. Fuck Ruby, too. Sorry. This is the podcast for the uncut, unraw. You got two minutes in the ring because we got Kofi's 25. Sorry. If you have to be sacrificed to get what we want... Then that's what's gonna happen to happen. Because guess who we got? A championship match. And, and then we ended short early. So I saw so your point. No, Kofi got a championship match. Oh yeah, you know, no, yeah, Kofi, that, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like like Yeah, I know, I know, but I'm saying that even with that, you know, the, the show ended early, so they could still give Ruby time. But anyways, let's talk about the elimination team. What do you think the about The show that? was three hours, man. How much longer did you want it? Ten more minutes, give that to Ruby. That's all I'm saying. No, man. We haven't had. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
<laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. I wanted this. Listen, if you don't know right now, we're kind of back into our like essence right now. Uh-huh. Dim lighting. I'm about to take my shirt Old off. School and shit. Old school is <laughs> OG. Yo, nigga, we haven't had like a disagreement on the show forever, but this is episode 40, man. Episode 40. And I don't give a bleep about no Ruby Riot, dog. Yeah. I don't give a but I barely made it to the, I barely made it through the show. I hear you. I was sleepy. I was tired. I told you the women's match was a drag. Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman didn't give a bleep about. I didn't care about Finn Balor and Bobby Lashley. I I, I literally didn't. The, I, All right. I, I, so let's I, talk about something you cared about. Let's talk about the Elimination Chamber match. What do you think about that match? I thought the match was decent. I thought the match was good. Half the people that was in there, I didn't give a fuck about them. Jeff Hardy, fuck out of here. Randy Orton, fuck out of here. But uh, at the end of the day, like when you sit there and watch it, granted, granted, you don't care about them that much. Jeff Hardy had a cool spot with Swan Tom Bond onto AJ onto the fucking turnbuckle. Randy Orton had an ill RKO. You know the way they set the match up was dope. And then you left time for Kofi, and uh, who came out number three, and Daniel Bryan, who started the match, to have a legitimate match themselves. They had a match within a match. Within, within a match. Match within and a match. And Kofi fucking blew the roof off of the fucking... Was it was they, was they in Houston? No. They were in Houston. They were in Houston? All right. So, yo, Houston was popping for Kofi, man. They were on fucking fire, and... For me, as a wrestling fan who's watched Kofi his whole, whole career, a black man, a black wrestling fan who's wanted to see Kofi get a spot, who never thought he would get a spot like this again, it was a, a joyous moment for me. Um, 11 years, Kofi deserves it, and there's, there's no denying that Kofi deserves this spot right now. Kofi put in the effort, he's put in the time, he's put in the blood, sweat, and tears for this moment, and the spots that they came up with in that match... Kofi got smashed into the um, uh, the the side of the the pod. pod. Even the spot where he, they were kicking each other, and Kofi's just like, "Come on, come man. on, nigga. come on, come on, come on, nigga. That's all you got, <laughs> yeah. That's all you got." And Kofi just, you know, he, yo, we was he amped, captured, though. We he was captured, the, he captured the moment, he captured he, the hearts of uh, everybody that night. Even even the, the the previous week, he captured the heart in that one hour I'm um, showing on SmackDown. And that goes to show, like, you never know when your time's coming in WWE. Keep pushing. Keep um, grinding. He's done this whole thing with New Day. People told him that he should not be with New Day. Big Show said, hey, why are you with these guys? He's had people, and he's rocked with them. And within him being a veteran in his industry, he's pulled up two other black superstars with the New Day. And now he has this uh, moment at Fastlane. But this match at Elimination Chamber was... Was dope. I, I I thought it was the best match of the night. I thought it was the best moment of the night, and it was the best thing of the week, man. Like, let's be honest. Like, the high spot of the week was Kofi Kingston winning the title. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Shit, I'm predicting stuff. 
Kofi Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> the highest part of that was Kofi Kingston with the potential of winning a title. That's what I was trying to get to say. Um, those near falls, we was like, if they fucking do it. Uh-huh. If they do it, man. If they fucking pull the trigger on Kofi Kingston, it's going to be one hell of a celebration in this motherfucker, dog. And... Uh-huh. The emotion, uh, we talk about the artistry and how you have to emotionally pull somebody and make them be invested in what you're doing. Um, that is more than being the thespian. Uh-huh. That's more than performance art. Ah, man. It's, I, it's I, everything coming together at once. Yeah. It's everything coming together. The stars are lining for a moment that we will always remember. Whether it's the moment on SmackDown with that one-hour showing with Kofi or Elimination Chamber, Kofi did his job. He came out there and did his fucking job. Yo, he came out there and wrecked it. And he, and he left it all out there. There's nothing more you can say, you know? Nah, and, and shout-out to his brethren. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Shout-out to Xavier Woods. Shout-out to Big E. Um, like... Again, representation matters. Holding down your nigga. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Through success, through defeat, Mm -hmm. through, uh, you know, depression, through, you know, cheers, jeers. If you want to, like, look back on that, go listen to our character spotlight. Yeah. We talk about the, the New Day. Inextensive from their from their entire careers from beginning to end. And when you go back and look on their careers, like, man, they did a lot of cool shit. They did a lot of cool shit, man. And when Kofi was down on the niggas, they came on like, nigga, you gotta pick your head up. <laughs> you pick your head up, dog. You came out here and you show. Listen, first of all, shout out to Mustafa Ali, another uh, ethnic brother who uh, was getting a hell of a push, hell of a spotlight. Uh-huh. Unfortunate injury for him yeah, well, to not be in the Elimination Chamber. But for niggas to look around in the back and say, who? Who, who, who? <laughs> and they was like, hey, one of you three niggas, y'all want it? Mm-hmm. And them niggas would be like, hell, fuck yeah. And they get and the they other statement. There, and they go out there and they go out with the opportunity, killing the gauntlet, killing the chamber, no turns, all dope promos in the back, backstage vignettes, and then get the nod because of. The legitimate, again, like the word is legitimate, man. Wrestling, when you make it legitimate, when emotions are legitimate, when feelings are legitimate, when storylines are legitimate, when things make sense, legitimacy fucking sells. I promise you, it's common fucking sense, bro. When Kofi has a legitimate chance to showcase what the fuck he's been doing for 11 years... (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he probably calls his Nigerian mother, and she's like, ha, ah, still wrestling. No championship. <laughs> well, he's, <laughs> he's Ghanaian, for, oh, first okay, of all. Well, yeah. he's, he's Ghanaian. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, black, I mean, but African parents, yeah. African parents are never satisfied. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're tag champion? Oh, you're gonna come up? Oh, when are you going to be world champion? <laughs> you're still you're wrestling. Still, you're, still, you're, still, you're still not a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, for him to finally, like, yo, mom, tune in. Uh-huh. I'm wrestling for a championship. And that's what we're going to see And that's what we're going to see at Fastlane. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for him to tear the house down, man, at... And because like I never thought it was happening again, yo. I could. Wait, I remember back with the Randy Orton shit. Like, man, yo, Kofi has yo. the ability to captivate an audience and get a crowd reaction, 
if you give him something bro, to work with. People for fucking, back t- for 10 God's years sake. ago, niggas was screaming cold feet, cold feet when he was US champ, mm-hmm. when he was Intercontinental champ, when he was winning tag team titles with fucking uh, Air Boom. You know what I mean? Like, Kofi has forever been over. Uh-huh. Uh, but he has forever been overlooked. Yeah. Uh, but Underutilized. I mean, you know, he you play the hand. You know what I mean? Like, right now, we play the universe. You know what I mean? I'm like, CT, you can create whatever you want. You're like, man, I just want the universe to give it to me organically. Whatever the game picks is what I'm going to go with. And I'm like, no, but you can create anything you want. It's real life and wrestling. Them niggas got the pen. They can create whatever they want. But organically, they found a pocket for Kofi. And it was like, all right, I'm going to pick this match. And we're going to go with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Uh I think him and Dan Bryan having another 20 minutes one-on-one for the title. We know that he probably may not win the title. Here's the thing. We all know Kofi's not winning that match. Man, but listen. We all know Kofi's not winning that match. Elimination Chamber and Fastlane, if you're booked... There's a slim to none chance. It's like a slim chance that you win the title. Bray Wyatt was an anomaly. That's not happening. The, the, the plans for WrestleMania are already set in stone. I'm hearing that they're doing Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan. We'll see how that goes down, if they're going to um, push that. Even And Kevin Owens is on Raw, but somehow they're going to switch and put him on SmackDown. Uh, so we'll see what goes down with that. But I, with all, all being said, Kofi, props to you. Shout out to you. And thank you for giving us a moment. And thank you for going out there and giving it your all. After 11 years of putting in that work, we all knew you had it. We all know you had it in you. Um, but when the stars aligned and the moment was given to you, you, you showed up and you delivered. Yeah, man. Shout out to Kofi Kingston for giving us a Black History moment. Uh, we definitely rooted for the entire time someone was black in that match, man. Uh-huh. Entire time. For real. Entire time. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, hashtag Kofi Mania. Uh-huh. Uh, we're not sure if that's what helped get uh, this match at Fastlane. But again, hey, you got to fill a card. So there's that. Uh-huh. So we're glad that it's just happening somewhere. You know, as black people, we talk about it. Do we just be happy with just getting a spot? No. No. I'm not at least. I know some people are like, yeah, at least. Kofi I mean, but I was just about to say, man, honestly, are we happy that Kofi's getting the Here's spot? The I'm happy he's getting the spot, but it's, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied with them putting him in the spot, like, just to be, because he's hot right now. Oh, we need a match. I'm going to keep that, it funky because I'm going to keep it funky. This is barbershop talk, right? This is how we talk mm-hmm. in a barbershop. This uncut, unfiltered, unraw, whatever we call it. Yeah, yeah. Today. Come on, give it. Kofi ain't champion. You Co- Co- he's not champion material? He's, he's not championship material. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And, you know, this ain't me tearing down somebody that's black or whatever the case may be. Or me being ignorant or anything like that. But, like... <laughs> Let me ask you a question, though. Why? Because, like, Kofi has just as much ability to me... As a Dolph Ziggler, who's been champion, as a Seth Rollins, you know, I think that maybe Seth Rollins is a little bit more polished in some aspects, in a way. But I think Kofi, given the spotlight, yeah. given the opportunity, can elicit reactions, and he can talk on the mic, yeah. and he has the ring and ring ability. What is there why people think that Kofi can't go? Is it his size? Because no, no, no. he's I, black I, and he's no, smaller. No, I, I think. Okay, so I am going to legitimately. I'm five six seven. I tell my girl on a good day. But legitimate, I'll, 
But real life, I know what being little is, nigga, in a fucking big society, big world. Kofi's Kofi's little. So so many people. That I, I, have no, been, I, I, it goes down Brian, like I, he's champion material, okay. but Kofi's not. No, no. I'm, what I'm saying is, is that okay. When I am analyzing, and I'm not being put in this, like, box of, like, saying Kofi ain't can't go, but Kofi ain't Daniel Bryan, G. And let's just keep it a buck. I know. Let's keep it a buck, dog. Like, Kofi can go. Kofi can wrestle. Well, I understand, but what I'm talking, but also I'm talking about champion material. When Brett got decided to put the title on, it's because Brett had the legitimacy of going. Hey, Cannot can Kofi not go? I, I'm yeah, Kofi cannot go, but can't couldn't uh, couldn't fucking Marty Janetti go, my nigga. But Marty Janetti was never getting the title. Marty Janetti could go, but he's corny. He has no personality. Uh, Kofi okay. does. What I'm saying is, is that it John yeah. had personality, so that he got it. And but here's the thing about it: when Sean has personality and Brett has personality and Seth and CM Punk and Dale Bryan and and they can all go, it's all like, oh, of course, you know, let's give the small guy a shot. But when it's somebody who's smaller physiqued that is of another ethnic culture, whether it be and the only person I can say that they did it for is Rey Mysterio. It's like they don't give small guys opportunities that are not of a certain type of look. And it takes even for white guys. I'm not saying that they have um, a upper hand because it takes a while for them to even it sometimes. Takes a while because Dan Bryan was Adam Cole is going to struggle. Uh-huh. Adam that? Cole is like no matter how over my man is. He's going to struggle. I mean, he has a, a stable or he's a leader, so that he can help ha- him out. That, that, that can and help so him out. And so is Kofi. So let's go. Like, I'm not saying I mean, give him the title fast. I'm saying, like, I understand, don't but, pigeonhole him as someone who cannot be champion because I don't think that's okay. I'm not pig- I, I think okay, that let's, even let's, if it's like a, a... Let's look at this. I will do the same thing. I'm not going to just do it to my... I'm not just going to do it to Kofi. I'll put it in the same thing. Do I think Cesaro is championship material? Do I think Cesaro can be a wrestling champion? Yes. But is he world champion material? No. Because he's not on the mic. He's in, his character is not going to... Ca- that- I think Kofi... Here's the thing. I think Kofi, given the opportunity to actually develop a character... As a single star with actual material you know that what? works Let's and switch. a storyline that works, can definitely. We had a book in black started. We're doing this organically. Kofi Kingston is our book in black. All right, bet. Let's go. Let's go right now. Right now, Kofi Kingston and just and we don't have to like have it. We we won't poke holes in the idea or anything like that. I hear you. I I completely. I'm not going to like. Uh, uh, um. Um. You know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But I'm not going to, like, taint your point as far as all these little guys getting an opportunity and Kofi not. What I pretty much was saying was Kofi giving the opportunity has, when I say that, uh, when, when we talk about A and B players. Yeah. Kofi is a B player. That's fine. There's so many. There's many B players who have held the world championship or the WWE championship. But I've also did not think that Dolph should have been champion either. But he was. I, cool. 
But I'm not here championing Dolph either. Uh-huh. I'm not saying, be, oh, because Dolph... I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Shane, Kofi should be champion. No, nigga. No, but I am. I feel you. I'm like, if that's, yeah, if, that, if that's the bar, you're giving Dolph the champion. Even, yo, Jack Swagger has sides. Fuck all that. Jack Swagger should never been champion either. I'm sorry, but Jack he- should have been champion, just not as young, because Jack, I think, also. I, I, here's the thing: Jack didn't do shit with it, and Kofi can. Like, I don't, here's the thing about like Jack. Okay. Dolph, Kofi has okay, I, ability to as make a, a crowd laugh. As a, as a little guy, I pause. As a little guy, I root for for a little guys, but when it comes to that, when it comes to the, when it comes to what's called the heavyweight championship. Kofi has not been placed in the spot where he has been proven to be equal to a heavyweight. He has been a tag team specialist. He has been in that middleweight tier division. Mid card, yeah. The mid, even the, the mid card are not stacked with big guys or big name guys. The, the, and the only reason I'm doing this is because out of ignorance, out of lack of knowledge. Kofi's last main spot was against Randy Orton. When I was a big Randy Orton fan, mm-hmm. I thought that Legend Killer thing, Randy Orton is bland as shit now. I have grown. In that spot, I didn't think Kofi deserved to be there with Randy Orton. Wow. Okay, I mean, and that was 10 years ago. There's my controversy. <laughs> black people were bad tweet that I, everybody's gonna buy. Damn black history month, nigga. <laughs> you here burying Kofi? <laughs> no, here's the thing. I hear you. You, you, you. I hear where you're coming from. I know you think that Kofi shouldn't have been in that spot. My thing is when he's given the spot, he he exceeds. He 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 over. Produces what you expect for him sure. For, whether it's the Gauntlet match, whether it's Randy Orton ten years ago, whether it's in the Elimination Chamber, so he's proven look at that, that he has just, the ability to that, do what he needs to do to get over in a crowd. You know, get, and the crowd's the crowd's going crazy I, I ten get, years ago. I get, I, I, you know, and I am not. I love it. I love the organicness of it. But what I'm also telling you is that wrestling fans are dumb. These niggas cheer for booting hoes or uh, butting jer- or what? Fam, I don't know who that motherfucking nigga name is, bro. But when uh, his Boogie name- Yes, dog. Boogenhagen. <laughs> so wrestling fans would cheer for anything is what I'm saying. And we would cheer for something that's different. I'm here for I'm here for Kofi being is done. Yeah. I'm here for I'm here for Kofi being in a title match. I'm here for it being different. I'm also here for Daniel Bryan putting off of people and putting over people that don't get spotlight or highlighted because he was that guy. Yeah. You know uh, what yeah, I mean? You're right, you're right. I, I, I do see that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But also, 
when Daniel Bryan has the heavyweight championship and Brock Lesnar has the heavyweight championship, guess what I don't think is possible? One guy beating the other. Kofi having a title and him going against Big E, guess who I want the title on? Big E. And there's nothing against Kofi. It's just, it's just, you know what I mean? And I hear you but here's like... The thing about it. With, it, with it being sports entertainment... And I know you look at it like sports, and it's like, oh, Big E should be the guy. And we, we've always been conditioned just to, in WWE at least, uh, stick to, like, just the bigger, larger-than-life uh, characters, the guys who have the size to go. If we're going to be booking black, I honestly don't think that Kofi um, – I don't think that Kofi is is a guy who you can't do this with, you know? If it's sports entertainment, we've done it with other people. Um, he's proven throughout, come on, 11 years – that he that he's down for WWE. He's 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 done the work. We've all we've seen it before with, with Booker T with Mark Henry where they've given them a consolation prize, kind of like, hey man, you put that work in. Now we're putting you in a spot. And not that they didn't earn it because they definitely fucking earned it. But they had to work their ass off too to get that heavyweight championship. So at this point, I think Okobi's done a due diligence and going forward, giving that spot fast lane, having Rex shot with Daniel Bryan, do a stellar match. WrestleMania put him in a nice spot. Honestly, I would like to see New Day turn. I like to see a New Day turn. I personally want to see a New Day turn, whether it be Biggie or Kofi, and put him in, put him in a WrestleMania match. That means something because right at this moment, that would matter. If Biggie were to turn now and cost Kofi the title at Fastlane, that would be fucking incredible. Like that would be no one's expecting that, you know. But me, <laughs> but I'm not expecting. Not that I'm expecting it, but like I think that would be a cool way to. Um, Organically, uh, we've in a title match, uh, not a title match, a match at WrestleMania for Kofi that matters, and then have Kofi go over because I think Kofi has momentum and go and and be in the main event picture on some level. Not that he's gonna win the title tomorrow, but sometime in the near future, I like whether it be this year or next year, Kofi can have a short reign, man, and that will be boom, put him there, and that and and he can go in the Hall of Fame saying that he was uh, a, Grand Slam. a Grand Slam champion, you know? Yeah. I think Kofi being a Grand Slam champion would be cool for his career. Um, it would do something for New Day. Absolutely. Um, because I think New Day will get in the Hall of Fame as a group. They absolutely will, yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? They'll get in as a group. Um, man. I mean, it'd be cool if they didn't. They never turn and they go into the Hall of Fame. Oh, we never turn to each other. That'd be cool to say. It's like a nice little accolade. But to me, it's not more worth than Kofi or Biggie finding their own spotlight and, and singles, you know, division. But uh, that's that's how I see the whole Kofi thing. And I just the whole thing and uh, his his run the past two weeks, it's meant something. And, that, and there's not many things in wrestling yeah. that mean something. Yeah. So nowadays, I can I can agree with you on that. I can definitely agree with you on that. So. Um, we're we're going to be watching. Yeah, I do like you know what I mean. I just made the case that knowing that a match is booked ahead of time it diminishes uh, the match. Um, so I can't not say that Ruby Riot's first title match uh, is any less significant than Kofi Kingston's first title match. I know the outcome of the match. I am not as enthused as I am, um, but I will watch like I would have done the Ruby Riot and Ronda match, and I will be entertained. 
Absolutely. So I'll leave it at that because I don't want to seem like I'm sexist and racist. <laughs> All at once. All at once. Like, I can only be one, yeah. dog. Uh, um, but, yeah, so, man. Uh, yeah, let's move on from Elimination Chamber. That took us 50, 52 minutes. Uh, we, we'll go through Raw, but... I mean, we kind of went through it as we went through Chamber. No, like, we did not. We didn't talk about any of the NXT guys. We got to talk about that. NXT showing up on Raw SmackDown was a big deal. Yeah, This that, week... Uh, Ricochet, Johnny Gargano, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, DIY, and Aleister Black, as you guys know, have debuted on the main roster. And this has been an NXT takeover week because they have wreck shop. They have completely um, shown out <laughs> the main roster. And I know that I know that a lot of people in the back are kind of pissed off. How you bring up four guys at once I, I mean, and I take our think, spots? I don't think niggas is... I mean... You can be pissed off all you want, or you can be over. <laughs> I mean, that's just pretty much how it is. Like, I, I listen, man. Uh-huh. Listen, if you came into work and you normally don't work, then what the fuck you mad about? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they're bumping anybody off the car that was significant anyway. Seth wasn't there from what I heard because Seth was supposed no, Seth to be had, He had a program. I mean, he had a, he, um, a, a promo backstage. He was he's supposed, still injured. He was supposed to be, I guess he was supposed to be written all within the show. Mm-hmm. But because of the injury, they didn't even want to put him in a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, I mean, I would rather those four guys come and bump off of Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, which they didn't fucking do. <laughs> I would rather them do come up and take time from the fucking Lucha Dragons, which they didn't fucking do. So, hey, tell me, tell, tell me, tell me, tell me who got mad? It's Lucha Hospital. Like who, 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 who got upset that like that that needed television time? What, what, like? Who? Because did they take time from that fucking bumbling ass promo that Bailey and Sasha gave after winning the titles? The such historic fucking win. Like come out there and f- here's the thing. Oh, here go, here go, here, here, here come here, here, here go. <laughs> I'm saying this. I am with you. I love the the debuts of Raw um, on Raw SmackDown for the NXT um, talent. I can see where if talent backstage can feel like, yo, you've been booking this Raw show like shit, and you've given us nothing. Like, because we can talk about Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. They really were tag champions, and we will never remember that. We won't. We can talk about it right now that I'll, I'm telling you. Tell, we'll see but next year this time. Care? We will never. We won't remember that. But does it matter? Here's the thing why it matters. It, it matters because why, why if they give matter? a damn about the talent they're putting on screen, they have an obligation to write storylines. They're not obligated, man. They have, they are, nigga. They are. They're oh. really obligated to, to write better. So, given the fact that these guys haven't been written and given the opportunity to have um, moments, they're, they're they're writing shit for them, you know. Moments to make themselves get Who's over. Who's going to have a moment bigger than Ricochet? No, I'm not saying they shouldn't have those guys on. Actually, I really... That's what I'm saying. Because here's the thing. A lot of people were... They, here's and, the thing. <laughs> All right. All right. My thing is, man, is that... The guys coming up on SmackDown and on Raw... I quit. 
He's like, they bring up AC guys right now. Four at once, I'm out of here. <laughs> but my thing is, like, nigga, how many times can we fucking yell 10 in a match, nigga? Like, like I mean. Nigga, I've been begging to be on, on SmackDown. He's not begging. over. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You coming up. Dog. Like, yo. Punishment Martinez. Niggas is like, oh, Punishment Martinez, NXT. Punishment Martinez, NXT. We are in a crowd full of fucking wrestling fanatics. Punishment Martinez came out there. You heard a fucking rat piss on cotton, dog. Nigga, Adam me, Cole comes out there. I understand. Give it time. But what I'm, I'm saying, I'm, right the now. reason why I'm saying this is because Ty Dillinger is in that same box. Uh-huh. I'm putting him in the same box. A guy that can wrestle. A guy that can, Dominic Dijah hold your dick. <laughs> Where are you going with what it? What I'm saying is I don't give a fuck about them. And if somebody got to be sacrificed in order for them, if if Ty Dillinger got to get pussy hurt because he can't get over enough for uh, four guys that's Here's coming over You TV, can't get over if you're not on TV. You can get over if you're on TV. When if you're can, not on TV. Bro, Ty was on television. He was in the United States Championship feud and lost to Baron Corbin. Don't tell me I don't that remember. That was like a year ago. So don't tell me I don't remember stuff that is insignificant when I remember things that's insignificant. Bobby Roode and, the, and Chad Gable being tag team champions is insignificant. And if they don't do nothing, to con- if they themselves don't do anything to make it better on themselves regardless of what like listen people get on tv by getting over on house shows matches get on tv for being on house shows the revival won the tag the revival won the tag team titles because of a match that they had on the house show that's legit that's legit they had a house show the night before that they won the titles at uh uh um on Raw, it was a house show. They went like 27 minutes, killed it for the boys, and they got the, the nod to win the titles. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you, like, if you're good enough and you just stay the course, something will happen. Ty Dillinger is expendable. Okay. See, I don't want, I don't want to sit here and act like... Guys are expendable. I don't want to sit here and act like... Uh, I don't want to sit here and act like... They shouldn't put the NXT guys because you know what? As soon as they came on, I was like, "Hell yeah, we got fresh blood on Raw." Because I don't want to see the same matches again. That's what I said to you. So I'm not the guy who's sitting here saying, "Oh, I feel bad for the guys in the back and they they should get more time and fuck these NXT guys." I I, I appreciate it because a lot of people on the internet were saying, "What the fuck are they doing with these NXT guys on Raw? Like, why are we having NXT? What? It's so random. Why is DIY together again? Oh my god! Oh my god! They just." Ricochet and Alice White, you could have called them up better. Nigga, you are getting Ricochet, Alistair Black, and DIY on SmackDown and Raw. You got some bullshit to say? Yo, watch their fucking matches. They had all all four eight matches. Actually, well, let's go with let's let's go with seven matches. Because <laughs> Ricochet and Eric Young, dog, listen. Fam. Fam, listen. We're all seven matches were great. You give me, listen, you bring up the NXT guys. And for one, I don't care how they were brought up. They were brought up. You know what I mean? Triple H gives a little promo, introduces them. I'm not going to, like, piss my pants because of that. But, yes, you give me the reincarnation of DIY because you showcase. <laughs> because you showed the, yeah, I mean, you called, you and uh, Cousin Rich actually yeah. called the evil DIY uh, yeah. remake. Mm-hmm. You call them up and hat because they're tag team. 
Yes, mm-hmm. they're singles guys. No, when they get to the main roster, they're going to well, be just a tag exactly. team. Exactly. Yeah, we all know that they're just a tag team until they probably break up again in the main roster. But when they get called up, they will get called up as a tag team. Um, And let's remember, guys. Remember when Sasha Banks and... Uh- as things change, other things stay the same. Like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets. From bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories. But it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Uh, uh, Becky and Charlotte got called up, and they like still were like in a like. Sasha was still NXT Women's Champion and shit yeah. like that. Like team bad, team bad and shit. <laughs> like, yo, guys, call ups don't get so hung up on how people are called up. Honestly, at this point, especially with this era of wrestling where there's so much talent. So what you're saying is right now, going into WrestleMania, and we are like fucking eight, nine weeks away, you want them to build storylines around Ricochet, Aleister Black, and DIY on the main roster and then bring them up. That's fine. I get it because I'm a guy who loves storyline too. My thing is with the way Raw has been for the past, what, semi-four months, we got a bone this week. And niggas are complaining. They threw us a bone this week, and niggas are complaining. They they rewritten. They were rewriting Raw while Raw was on, and they, there was haywire. And I think partially we'll talk about partially why my my conspiracy theory as to why Raw was the way they are and why they brought up four guys. But right now, Raw needs fresh blood. We don't want to see Drew McIntyre and Seth and Baron Corbin and and and, and uh, Braun Strowman over and over again, and Finn and Bobby every single week. So when they give us this fresh blood, appreciate it at least. And say, yo, look at the work that these guys are doing in the ring and appreciate it. Yes, we don't got crazy storylines. People are over here saying, oh, my God, why is DIY together when they have so much of a, a toxic history? Yo, shut the fuck up, man. T- NXT obviously is a different continuity than the main roster. We know that. And as guys with brains who also know that NXT is a different TV show than Raw is a different TV show. And it's not a different TV show. Let's look at it separately. We're, we're, we're mature enough to see that, hey, it's a business. Once again, wrestling, we're, we're, wrestling fans, all right, that's why we have this show, Reasonable Wrestling. We're trying to make them think differently because these Neanderthals don't think this way. <laughs> these knuckle draggers, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't want to insult just, our fans, man. I'm insulting wrestling fans because wrestling fans are dumb. Listen, wrestling fans we're are wrestling fans, and we can be dumb sometimes. Exactly. Like, but wrestling this was, fans aren't logical. Wrestling fans aren't reasonable. Like like you said, uh, Ricochet and Finn Balor were in a ring together. With Leo Rush. With Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. Now, we can just take out Bobby Lashley, but let's go ahead and leave him in there because Bobby and Ricochet, something I never didn't want to see before, but hey, might want to see it. 
You know why? Because those are two guys that can go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, fucking Alistair Black coming up. I I wasn't. I mean, Alistair Black and Elias. You give someone who can take a pen in Elias, someone who can work in Elias that can sell for Alistair, and you get Alistair over. It's easy. You have DIY with the most comfortable tag team on the roster that they can debut with in the revival. Mm-hmm. Hey. You're about to go out there in front of three million people on live television, but you're gonna wrestle with your buddies. <laughs> We're giving you twelve and two. We're giving you two segments. Yo, go kill it, and they did. And go, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that 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 alleviates the pressure for it not to be a, a messed up show. Yo, every single time they announced the match for the first time. Chris was like, oh, okay. I'm here. I'll, I'll, I'll stick around. I'm not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this week was pretty cool. Like, um, and you and, and we we don't always get that. So, like, I don't want, as wrestling fans, to get too cynical. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see NXT call-ups, but I want them the way I want. Like, guys, come on. Just take take it, take it win when you got one. I mean, especially because, like, I know when we're, we're, we're going to bounce back and forth. But since we're just talking about NXT call-ups right now, SmackDown... They debuted again. Now, yeah, we're La- doing a roll. La- we, only, we, La- we only talk about roll. La- Lafayette, Lafayette crowd was shitty, um, but the 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 show in New Orleans that they had on SmackDown was much more significant. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and <clears throat> honestly, even though I saw Revival and DIY before, I wanted to see the dynamic on Raw. I, I laid down and Here's watched the, the match if, if, and if I that, was on my that phone. crowd was hype, if that crowd knew what the fuck they were seeing, they would they would have been exactly. we would have felt more energy. But you know? the energy was here for me when mm-hmm. it was DIY against the bar. Just Yo, like the, just that promo I saw, it got you hype, bro. Uh, that was like that was it. <laughs> it was that me, milk of magnesium. <laughs> oh god. Shout out to you, Brian Campbell. <laughs> CBS Sports, um, yo. So um, yeah, I think I think the callers the callers for Raw was was good. Um, I wasn't. I'm not poo pooing of how it was done or it should have been done better. I was very excited uh, seeing Ricochet and Finn have a moment uh, while Finn is wearing the icy strap. Just gives me goosebumps of Ricochet winning the icy strap. Um, because I think that might be a feud. Them two yeah. working together might be fucking Yo, dope. son, if they give me Ricochet and Finn at WrestleMania, yeah, and, and you know Ricochet's probably going to be doing double duty, because once you're on Throne SmackDown, they give expose you to the main audience now. So now they have to push you at WrestleMania, if they like you. So if they're getting over, which Alistair, Ricochet, DIY, they all got moments. And they won all their matches, by the way. So I can understand why people in the back are like, you guys put them on Raw SmackDown, take up both spots on both rosters for four guys, and then you put them over. So I have no shot. Like, Ty Dillon's just sitting there like, oh, wow. So it's over for me. Like, he's sitting there in the I back mean, like, let's be real, there's let's nothing be, I can do at this point be, to get over let's be when you real, have Alistair now and Ricochet taking up spots on both shows. The United States champion hasn't been on SmackDown in, like, maybe a month. Yo, son, that's right. So, like, I mean, it's yeah, just... Yeah, you gotta be real. It's just spots, man. Like, TV time. Does your segment move the needle at all? Uh-huh. Without that nigga doing a dance break, like, what does our truth bring to me? I just gave you a fucking title so you can shut the fuck up, dude. Happy Black History Month. 
Yo, when you look at it that way, it's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up, yo. And it may not be that way, but this is me be like being logical with yeah. on the other side of the coin. Like, yo, I don't necessarily have shit for you. Here go a title you can go out on live shows with. I'll let you perform on live shows when it comes to TV. Like, mm-hmm. you already here's know, here's what, another, is, you know like, what they say, brass ring. Yeah, here's one that you can hold on to that for a little while. Uh, they're taking it off from probably a fast thing. We're probably going to see something build next week. <laughs> or or the t- maybe he'll have a match at WrestleMania defending it in some kind of multi-man match. Um, I would like to see Archie get that spot because I don't want to see him another battle royale. I don't want to see Archie fucking wrap down the hallway uh, or the runway of WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm telling you that now. I didn't, I, I'm not he, paying my heart out. He's black. I'm not. Pu- Nigga, I don't black. care about. We black. have to make. I don't listen to Hootie and the fucking Blowfish and Darius <laughs> Rucker's black nigga. We have to support them. Nigga. He has to get that listen, WrestleMania paycheck. Listen. Uh, <laughs> He could get a WrestleMania paycheck without what? Listen, I don't want our truth. You already know the runway is going to be 147 <laughs> yards long, nigga. It's What's gonna be, up? What's up? Nigga, he going to Fam, listen, his, his song. Yo, he made the, the ramp longer and longer every year. I don't even know if they can make it any longer. They, they, they took it, last year, they took it from the top of the nigga, fucking stands. I think the runway is going to be from like Brooklyn fucking, to Jersey, nigga. And niggas <laughs> is going to walk an hour and 45 minutes. It's like start, start, it's gonna be start the, walking. You niggas is just trying to connect the Brooklyn Bridge <laughs> to the fucking stadium. Yeah, dog. Crazy. Like, no, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it a buck, dog. Like this, is the barbershop again, man. This, this is shop talk. No, no, it's real, it. niggas. Keep it real. I don't want, do? I don't want to see our truth. Now, granted, if there's a way, our truth can guarantee me that his interest. Will be less than two minutes. I may be invested. Okay, but if that shit is two minutes and one second, I'm out. He's probably gonna come down with the title, and then somebody halfway down, somebody else's music gonna hit. <laughs> if that's cool with me, dog. <laughs> that's what nigga, I'm looking at. Even if it ends at one fifty eight, my nigga, I would be pleased. Uh, so, but I want our truth on Randy. I want Naomi on Mania. I want Leo and Bobby on Mania. I want them all to be there, you know, and get that. Heavy melanin representation on uh, the big stage, but for real though, like I think I we I'm so com- like like let's go move on past the main card. I think Mania is shaping up to be a decent show. So if they're giving like as we here's the thing I told you, Oscar and Lacey Evans. Yes, it doesn't make my mouth water because we're hearing that Oscar and Lacey Evans is what they're building towards Mania. Maybe it's gonna be a fast lane match and they built Oscar towards something else. But I feel like. If, if Lacey is not taking the title off of Oscar at Fastlane, Lacey will be winning it at Mania. Because Lacey has a look. She has an image. Vince sees it. He gets it. If she can wrestle half decent, she needs to have the title. She's blonde, and blonde women get titles in WWE. Bro, can you just repeat that one more time, please? Because, like, I've never heard something more idiotic in my lifetime. <laughs> What, that Lacey Evans is going to take the title off Oscar? Bro, what I'm telling you is, is that I threw up in my fucking mouth. <laughs> now, I support all things Marines, okay? Semper Fi Dallas is tattooed on me. I fuck with Lacey Evans. I fuck with Steve Cutler. I fuck with, uh, you know, that Matt Stryker wannabe dude. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, 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 Jackson, 
What's his first name? Riker. Riker. Jackson Johnson. Riker, yeah. Oh, so I called him Matt Striker. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Riker, yeah. I didn't know who the fuck you were talking about. I'm like, oh, the teacher? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that teacher nigga? All right. Nah, okay. <laughs> yeah, Jackson Riker. Yeah, you but fuck with your Marines. I mean, I fuck, I fuck with my guys that serve, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, listen, y'all dead in the water to me. It's not because I think y'all like Quasimodo fucking uh, quasi-racist um, or MAGA, you know what I mean? Like, y'all just not good, all right? Listen, y'all not good, you can't cook, all that shit wrapped right in one, huh? Yo, he sees Lacey as his image, and he immediately is like, Bro, that bitch listen, can't cook. Listen, first of all, let me, te- let, let, me, let me tell you something, okay? I, we were in the pool for the A show. Where we drew numbers again, I think we talked about it. Lacey, I drew number one. Lacey Evans was number one entrance. Dog, I knew I didn't have a shot. <laughs> I once Lacey Evans was my person. I you're knew still, that bitch wasn't one of the world. You're still bitter. Bro, listen. When have you watched the Lacey Evans match and was like, got it? Well, she was my character spotlight, like like way back when this podcast started. She was on my character on flashlights, not spotlight, character flashlights, where I was like, yo, Lacey Evans got some. Because I get what they see. Like, I understand what they see in what her. What do you get that she Here's sees? the thing about Lacey Evans. Because when she was in the ring with Charlotte, I was like, meh. <laughs> Here's the thing with Lacey Evans. She's not a worker. She's a homegrown WWE talent. And WWE is going to push the homegrown WWE talent, whether it's Lacey, whether it's uh, the Casey girl who uh, I think Ricochet is dating. Um, the the gymnast, you know, oh, yeah. uh, Casey, Ka- Casey yeah. Um yeah. So I think that they're gonna push these these women because they are homegrown and they have a background that's you can you can get. Like she's a she has a uh, interesting story. You know, uh, Lacey Evans has an interesting story. Not only that they have an interesting story, but they have a look and they have a vibe that can get over onto mainstream. On TV, the biggest worldwide wrestling pr- promotion. Maybe if this was like an AEW or, or, or more indie thing, that Lacey would take her would be a little bit. Even her, even even in indie, she has a look. She has a she has her body is nice. She has a look that people can get. With she has her. a physical presence. Yeah, her and then there. she's halfway decent in the ring. So she has her own, you know, her finishers a punch in the face. I hate her character. What's the lady? Are you? No, I love her character. No, what's the was what was what it's old school character it's it's an old school character not only old school in the fact that she's legit like a pinup lady but Lacey is a like uh as if like you know gang girl's a vampire you know like he's, she's an old school character as in like she's a trope of something else that we're familiar with so Lacey having that character and it being so vivid mm-hmm. and then showing her so much they're pushing her and she will win like her first match against somebody big and then she's gonna be made, even though she's halfway decent as a wrestler. We've seen this happen many, many times with women uh, throughout the, throughout like the year. Like Carmella, you know, Alexa so, Bliss, yeah. sure thing. And yeah, I've talked workers. about them always. Mandy Rose, Mandy, Penn, yeah, Mandy Oscar. will be pushed. Ah, you know, people see it and she, they're marketable. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, there's she's supremely marketable, Lacey Evans. When you see her, and she's she's you know she's not bad. She's not bad in the ring. I mean, she's not bad. So I'm not going to, like, I don't want to, like, as a wrestling fan, deep down in my soul, I do not want to see Lacey Evans take the title off of Asuka. In my heart and soul, I'm like, come on. But I see the tea, I'm reading the tea leaves. Like, she's taking the title off of her. 
Who else is going to take the title off Oscar? They're going to use Oscar. They're going to use Oscar to get somebody Nobody. else over. You use Oscar to keep the title until Shayna comes up. That'll be that'll be good. Honestly, that'll be good. You you you. That's keep what the, we you would keep, do. You, as, keep, you keep the title on Oscar until after Mania. Oscar beats Lacey at Mania. No one's ready for Oscar. And then Shannon comes, and then the fucking crowd goes crazy because SmackDown's gonna be in Brooklyn. Shannon comes up, and then like, bam, okay. that that's an already made man. And now you got Shayna on the main roster so on SmackDown. Will, will pop for that, and you repl- you easily replace. I mean, not easily because you can't replace the star power of Ronda Rousey. But like, by the time Ronda goes off, if she is going off. Cyborg will be in training. So now you got Cyborg there. You got Shayna Baszler there. You got Matt Legitimacy. Here's the thing about it, Chris, and I see where you're coming from because I know you, the aspect you look at wrestling, legitimate, legitimate, legitimate. Cy- Cyborg is a character. How- Cy- you got to talk. Listen, you got to think about it. I'm projecting. We're already in 2019, dude. October's Fox. Yeah, yeah no. Okay, so, so that's what I'm saying. That. Yeah, I'm not speaking Shayna com- coming up. Is legitimate good because there's nothing more for Shayna and NXT. That's the most logical thing for Shayna to do. You can't have Shayna and Ronda on the same brand. We've mm-hmm. already talked about that. Mm-hmm. If Ronda's going to maintain and stay on Raw, even if she drops the title, even build if she Ronda takes a Shayna match next year, you don't need to build the Ronda and Shayna match next year. You need to build Mania. The bu- that'd be dope. You need to build the budding friendship of Ronda turning heel. So next Mania, you have the four on four. That's the main thing. You should already be, like if they're booking things now. If they're look if they if if business is so forward thinking. Then forward thinking should be, I made Ronda a wrestling star. Her stardom is going to get over All right. next year. All right. Because WrestleMania 2020 is huge. So what you're saying that who made Ronda a star? I'm saying if, if, if Ronda's made a wrestling star, okay. her rub goes off. What the legitimate like again, and I'm not talking about legitimacy of fighting, legitimacy of name power, star power. That is what brings eyeballs over. If Ronda is wrestling, you haven't seen Ronda and Cyborg fight in real life in UFC. Mm-hmm. The only time you're going to be able to possibly see that is in a WWE ring. Mm-hmm. For people that want to see that attraction fight, just like Matt Riddle's talking shit about fighting Brock Lesnar. That is an attraction yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. That's an attraction. Brock Lesnar, Matt Riddle, Cyborg, and Ronda Rousey. And the only place you can see it is where UFC couldn't do it mm-hmm. in WWE. The biggest rival in the sports entertainment thing going on right now. I think that is how you make the most money right now with the women. Yeah. Shane, so when it comes to Lacey Evans, I hope you get your spot, but you're going to lose. You okay. need to lose. You need to lose for my sanity. They, they, you realize that Oscar lost on SmackDown Asuka, to Mandy Rose, that's another fine. blonde woman that's probably going to be over the next year and be women's champion by the end of next year. You know, so so here's the thing. That's how like I'm not saying that they're just getting the spot just because they're blonde. It's that they have, a, they legitimately have a look. Like they have a look that that's undisputable. These women have a look, and but that's what about have we're a, about Vince. Like when you're talking about have like, a right, look, I gotta sell you. I gotta no, sell you. They, but that's the he's thing, not just looking at they're, like they're all right, not being, business they're not being sold though. That's the point. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like 
they're, they're not like they're not being like Lacey Evans ain't gonna be on no magazines, fam. Let's, you never know that. She has she, she can be on Women's Health or you know uh, Fitness Magazine. She can. I can't. I can't say. I can't say she won't. Listen. Charlotte was the first ever woman from WWE to do the ESPN, um, the little mm-hmm. photo shoot, the naked little yeah, photo yeah, shoot yeah, thingy. Yeah. And I'm like, Vince loves that type of exposure. Absolutely. But that's Charlotte as a person, as a character that doesn't mind doing Give that. Give Lacey time. Watch. Lacey's character, again. Not restri- that. Per- I'm saying restrict- for, a, for a magazine. It not restrict- restrict- naked. But I mean, but the, the, the health and wellness, my thing is for sure. She can do that, but it's Lacey moving magazine covers like Sasha when when Sasha was in health and wellness. That's all I'm saying. I mean, why not? It's not absolutely like like don't say that. Lacey, wait, wait, wait. If she she gets a title match and she's women's champion, nothing's gonna happen within the next year. But if she builds a name where people are wearing Lacey shirts and and she gets over. She can absolutely transition that to a uh, having interviews and talk about her, you know, Marine being a Marine, a real Marine that's holding the women's championship. They would love that in terms of business and exposure and then her on magazines. They could, that could for sure happen. I can't say I that mean, won't happen. We, 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 we also had this optimism with Bobby Lashley and look what they did with him on the 4th of July. Hey, I'm not saying, I'm not I, I, being optimistic. I'm saying the possibility. I'm looking at why the possibility the book, of Lacey not, Evans. I don't want that possibility is what I'm saying. I don't, I'm not saying I want it either. I'm just saying that's like I can see the tea leaves right now. I can't see Of it. how they're booking I'm it. blind. Okay, we'll see. I'm blind. All right, we'll see. I can't and see if it. If it happens, man, I'm a fucking prophet. <laughs> or you read the dirt sheet. No, I just, you know, oh, guys, yo, bet. Yo, this is all me. I've not read this anything. This is all me? <laughs> I have not read a goddamn thing about Lacey Evans on a dirt sheet. This is me seeing the tea leaves of how they're booking Lacey, her walking out. Over and over again, I see that they really want to push her, and then the way she um confront what got Oscar to uh, lose that match to Manny Rose of all people, Oscar hasn't been seen since she beat Becky, and they have her lose to Manny Rose on SmackDown. Hey, it's just WWE, but um yeah, I just see that oh, okay, they they they're gonna really market this one. They're really gonna they're really if she ha- if she if she plays her cards right. There's nothing, yeah, I see, I see her. She's going to get skyrocketed. Just like Alexa Bliss. And if she could talk on a mic, it's a wrap. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I will give it time. All right. I will give Lacey time, but what I'm telling you is she canceled until then. Okay, bet. We'll give it time. La- la- we'll la- give la- time. La- Lacey. Episode 40. We'll, we'll come back and we'll touch on this episode, episode 80 yeah, or whatever, something like that. Yeah, well, that'll be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Episode 80, you come back and be like, yeah. God damn. <laughs> You're right. Or be like, oh, Lacey didn't do shit. Like, you know? <laughs> oh, I was wrong. You know, Lacey is yeah. still not one champion. <laughs> like, Yo, yeah. but, um, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, the landscape between Elimination Chamber, which we covered, Raw, which we covered, mm-hmm. um, SmackDown. I, I we didn't talk about NXT. We didn't talk about NXT. Um, SmackDown. They just put, um, it was a six man tag. We did get the confirmation that Kofi would be facing Brian Dan mm-hmm. Bryan at um, Fastlane. Uh, it was also booked uh, that um, Usos and The Miz and um, Miz Shane Dan Bryan um, for Miz, Miz and Shane, Miz and Shane for the tag titles. Um, 
Also, like we said, the call-ups for NXT happened were DIY Russell DeBar. Great match. Scary spot, but it was a great match. Yeah. I was very, very uh, happy with that match. So and also, nearly fucking popped his knee and yo, sh- ankle. Yo, at the same Cesaro time. Cesaro fell on his leg. Seamus, Seamus. Seamus, it was a sunset. Oh, Seamus? Oh, yeah. even worse. It was a sunset flip. Seamus didn't do a full rotation, it looked like. And uh, Ciampa Ch- Ch- uh, was trying to, like, you know, protect himself, but not protect himself. And uh, Seamus landed on his knee. But we saw him live, so yeah. He's so good. he was working well. He was working well. Uh-huh. Um, SmackDown moved pretty quick, man. Uh, Alistair wrestled uh, Almas, um, which was also a good, you know, decent sprint of a match. Yeah, yeah. Um, sh- always um, happy to see Almas and Al- I mean Alistair and Almas in the ring. Man. Always great to see them to perform, man. Um, like we said, Ricochet wrestled Eric Young. Don't know what that was about. Uh, they were just yo like, when he popped up, nigga. Yo, fam. when he popped up, I, it took me a while to realize that was Eric Young. Who I'm like, who is this guy? And it had his name there. So that's a sad part. Listen, <laughs> listen. Vince was like, oh, and then Chris was like, Eric, yeah, <laughs> Eric the fuck young nigga. Get the hell out of here, yo. Uh, but Vince was like, yo, oh, this Ricochet guy got too much dip on his chip. Let me go ahead and put him with Dumb Eric down. Young. Let me go put Eric Young with this nigga, yeah. dog. He didn't know what he had. Nigga, put him with Finn. Dog. You know, Finn will help him give him a rub. No. I was like, yo, SmackDown, Rey Mysterio. Yo, yo. Uh, Shelton Benjamin. Uh-huh. Yo, uh, shit, nigga, who else oh, was that? We, we didn't know we, before. We, 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 we was like, yo, Ricochet Armist. We was like, nigga, Ricochet AJ, nigga. Yo, yo we was just waddling <laughs> off names. And these motherfuckers did Eric Young, fam. Alright, man, I ain't finna go on no rant about that, dog. Uh, man, but shout out to uh, Ricochet. <laughs> shout out to Ricochet. Shout out to Ricochet. Oh, um, man. But yo, shout out to Ricochet, take um, Alistair Black and DIY on Johnny Gargano and Ciampa. Y'all competed on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT in the same week. And, the and same you aired. Week. And you aired. And, yo, yo, we saw Bro, you. We saw you four times. We saw, yo. We saw you four live times. Live on Monday, live on Tuesday, and live on Wednesday. We was at uh, NXT taping. And, mm-hmm. nigga, they wrestled at least three, four times, Yo, nigga. Oh, wow. They had a Dusty, Dusty Rose Classic. They, yeah, you they watched did, the taping for that. It was great. Yo, guys. Dusty Rose Classic. Yeah, for a treat. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. Legit. Legit. It's, Don't want to spoil nothing, but NXT's going to be lit the next couple of weeks. Yo, and uh, T- uh, Tommaso and Johnny, um, and the, the chemistry, man. You said you brought up the point there. They're the Sean and Triple H. We were talking off camera. Yeah, you know I always made my parallels between yeah. now and before. And I just think their relationship as being like best friends. We already talked about how Tommaso mimics Triple H in the ring some t- a little bit. His his match works like a Triple H match. And I'm not trying to say Tommaso's not his own thing. He's one of the best heels in the business in his own right. He's making his own lane. I'm not trying to say. And when I, when I relate people, guys, I don't want you to ever think that. Oh, you know, uh, Alistair's the first Alistair. He's not Undertaker. No, I'm just taking parallels in my head of how I see these guys mm-hmm. and their place they fit in today's roster compared to people that that made it so entertaining for us back in the day. And they could give us the same vibe. Kids that grown up in today's age could get a similar vibe with Alistair and Undertaker. And if they understand Triple H and his work, they can get a similar vibe with Tommaso. Yeah, and I said especially that, with someone called Psycho Killer. Yeah, and the other guy was cerebral a cerebral assassin, assassin. You know, so like, yeah, it's, it's 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 a it's a great actually parallel. Yeah, and then you got Johnny, who's like Mister Takeover, Mister Wrestling, Johnny Wrestling, 
and people call him now the best wrestler in the world. And Sean was a great And Sean was the best wrestler in the world. You know, Sean was legitimately the best performer of his time and probably of all time, some people say. So, and their relationship is, you know, they're they're friends, you know, the foes. They're going to be wrestling the wrestling Triple H and Sean this era, even though it's different. Yeah. in, In my mind. Um, where were we talking about before this? But we were, NXT. We, we were yeah. talking about NXT. That's yeah. why we were blending NXT because the match, we were at the taping, so we didn't watch the championship match that aired on Wednesday. We watched it today. Mm-hmm. And Johnny had a match with Velveteen Dream uh, for the North American title. And I didn't watch. I read, I read articles before I watched the match. And... Um, mm-hmm. Shit, man! They were saying. I mean, it's, 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 we're, we're we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were saying that Johnny is just can't miss in the ring, mm-hmm. and you watch the match, and Johnny didn't miss. Velveteen was right there with him. Yeah. The the crowd was great. Um, Johnny's just really good at what he does. Like he's really good at what he does. Um, the, the he's well respected, which yeah. is which makes it more validating he's in your job. Um, and they had a great match, but he he went under. Velveteen got his first piece of of, of leather yeah. and gold, and it's when you talk about well deserved, that's well deserved. That that's yeah. that's well deserved. Velveteen Dream, shout out to Velveteen Dream, shout man. out to Patrick, man. Like we're legit. you are killing it. We legit. I think you're tough enough. So the last tough enough I watch. I think that was the last. That, tough that was the last. Okay. Yeah. Then okay. Yeah. Then and yeah. he was. He, he should have won that. He should have won that. Well, yeah. Um, but you know politics, whatever. Mm. And he's he's been through, and he's young. He was young then. He's still young now. And yeah. yo, if he really, I don't even know what to say. Like he's already so good. Like the way he can get. On the main roster, like what he's gonna learn throughout the years, yo, we're gonna have some moments with this guy, like so, like many many moments. Yeah, with Velveteen Dream on the line, he had um, we saw him in uh, NXT last night, and he, you know we don't want to spoil it, but he's now North American champion, and he'll be defending that at NXT, at NXT Takeover in New York. Now we don't know against who though. Yeah, we have no idea against who. Um, it could. I don't want to say who it might be, but from my take. Uh, I I would like to see him face a couple people. I like to see him face Matt Riddle. I like to see him face Adam Cole. And I, you know, it could be a little lot of people that I might like to see him face. Yeah, I, Alistair. I, I think I think I would like to see Velveteen. I would like to see Patrick and Matt. You know what I mean? I think Adam Cole. Um, I do think Adam Cole's trajectory. Is NXT champion rather than North American so champion? So do I. Yeah, I think that he. But you may, can have him go over Adam Cole. I think he can. I think he. I think Adam will lose a qualifying match. If I were booking it, I would say that okay, uh, uh, Matt versus Adam? Matt versus Adam and like uh, number one contenders match. Okay, and Matt, Matt wins. Adam's like, you know, I made that title what it is anyway. I don't need that title. I'll make the next title. I'll win the championship that mm-hmm. matters. And send Roderick Strong and send after him that. Over and, 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 huh? and send Roderick Strong after Velveteen or Matt, whoever wins. 
Yeah, oh yeah, Roderick's... <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Strong and Matt. I mean, I mean, come on. There's no comparison there. Roger, Roddy, you my guy, man. But you're not taking it off of Matt, dog. No, I just want to see the match. Oh, you want to see the match? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. I, I can see him, you know, tap out. Mm-hmm. Oh, one time, <laughs> yo, I mean, we we can't talk an hour and a half and uh, almost be done with the show. Well, I'm going to just shout out my guy, Matt Riddle, man. Um, mm-hmm. Super, super kind guy. Um, man, the things that uh, he does for his wrestling fans, um, you know, the joy that he takes in his craft and his work. Uh, the star that the guy would be, man. I just, uh, I'm just, I'm genuinely happy for him. Proud that he's down here in the PC working his butt off, and uh, I do think that he is a future champion. Absolutely, don't know which champion, but I know for sure that he's going to be a future champion. Um, so I just wanted to give a quick shout out to my bro. Um, also, uh, we shout him out last week, but just again, yo, shout out my guy Albert, man, ACH down here as well. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, um, he's another guy that deserves it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, just ACH has w- been around, man. Yo, I'm not sure how long he's been working, man. but I've heard about ACH. I think like five years ago when I first heard about him. Yeah, five or, five or four years ago. And I'm like, who's this ACH guy? I think I remember ACH for like a Twitter spat, a Twitter spat that he had with like AR Fox or something like that. <laughs> AR Fox, yeah, yo. I think that he's, was, a, he's a veteran too, man. Yeah, so I, I haven't think, seen him recently. Though. I don't know what he's been doing. I think that's I think that's how I first heard of Shout ACH. Shout out to AR, AR Fox. He, he's he's a He's a worker, too. Shout out to ACH for getting your uh, chance at the big leagues. Yo, and shout out to, you know what I mean, uh, I know a few guys that are free agents. You know, speaking of, uh, you know, when we started the show, Montezzi, Swerve City Podcast, Shane Strickland. Yeah, shout out to Shane. Uh, shout, Shane's a free agent, but, you know, uh, I think he may be liking his Florida weather a little bit. Oh, so. really? You know, maybe we'll see. All right, we'll you see. know, I mean, is it you know, yeah. AW's in Jacksonville. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we support man. our black wrestlers. Yeah, and we, we, yeah. we, we want we want the best for everybody, black. Yo. And uh, Shane, making his go, Shane man. and NXT. What? Yo, sh- yeah. Yo, Shane and NXT. Shane and Matt in NXT. Oh, yo, we saw that yeah. live. We saw we that saw, live. Yo, oh. We saw Shane and Matt at MLW, MLW. for the crown of the title. Uh, so shit, yo. If uh, if the you know if the rumor mill is what it is, yeah. Uh, hopefully, my man gets his opportunity. Yo, people don't know. He fucking deserves it. Yeah. Yo, people don't have no idea. Can't That's no, what's so cool about. It. We nobody, know what nah. they could do. Yeah. And people, if you listen to this podcast, Shane Strickland is an indie star, and we want him in the WWE. Um, he's black wrestler. He's he's very well versed. In the ring, he's a worker. He's killing it in the indies. Look him up if you don't know him. He's kill shot in lucha. He's, he's been in a Evolve champion, and we talked about him before. But yo, check out his stuff and just if check out his stuff with Matt Riddle. 
Now imagine that with the production of an NXT. It's it's gonna blow the roof off of it. This is gonna blow the roof off of it, and and we and they don't even know, man. Yeah, so um, I think my I I, I think honestly, um, you know, you 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 get your shot. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. You work hard. You do you. You know what I mean. Like Leo's there. You know what I mean. Kevin Steen's yeah. there. Fergo's there. You know what I mean. Like. You know, Shinsuke's there. Kota had his shot at the CWC. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Tommaso and Johnny are champions. Fucking uh, Brian Danielson's a champion. Yeah. You fucking do your round Samoa Joe. He's not a champion, but he's, he damn well should be. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it shows that if you do your rounds and you're diligent ricochet, and you can you go know? ricochet for sure, Trevor, man. Like, you know, um, you'll get the shot. You'll get the shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, shout and out. It's like, and being, seeing it, like, seeing, See, seeing, seeing the growth, it, yeah. growth, like, you know, from the indies and everybody getting a shot, it makes us feel yo, good. I'm not as gonna, fans. Yo, I, I'm, I may be spilling tea, but fuck it. That's what podcasts are here for, man. I'm playing Nintendo Switch with MSL, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Who's, a, uh, you know, uh, works with um, MOW. And uh, this is when they were doing. They were talking about doing the tournament for the title. Okay. I think I may have the first like uh, bracket, okay. mock bracket that we had. At MLW of MLW's fucking, uh, and <laughs> they wanted they they wanted Shane from get go. Okay. They wanted Shane from get go and Tom Lawler from get go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So shout out to Corey. And they're both brand new. Brand brand new to, to what to, wrestling to, fans will consider as, you know what I mean? Um You know, like known. Known, yeah. yeah I mean, you know, known. Like, we know them. But like and even because you know eventually Tom will research. be there too. You know what, what I mean? mean? You know, eventually Tom will be in NXT, I I think. Yeah. And, for and, sure. You know, so it, it's for it's sure. a matter of time. Yeah. So Shane getting his shot. Uh, ACH, it makes me so happy for that. Yeah, like, Shane getting shot ACH, you know what I mean? Uh, I think I would love to see Jimmy Havoc as an agent there. You know oh, what I mean? Jimmy Havoc is going to AEW, but... I'm, we, I mean, we, yeah, for sure. I'm not sure if they're contract unless you work in the E, but... But, I mean, as, even after, you uh-huh, know what I mean? Yeah. I think, you know, Abyss worked for TNA for a while, and he's an agent now. Yeah, I, was, so I saw like, that today. Abyss is an agent yeah, at WWE. It's crazy. And Shane Helms, so, you and know And Daivari, the old Daivari. Yeah, old Daivari. So, like... <laughs> I mean, I, I I love the fact that WWE is employing guys and, like, making wrestling minds matter because yeah. that eventually helps get, like, you know what I mean? Like, people would say Abyss was great. I never saw it, but people vouch for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if he's great, maybe he can rub some of that. You know, people say they have that mind. You yeah. know what I mean? I would like to like never have been in that position like that they not have a wrestling mind if I was dedicated to it. And everybody so has a different type I mean? of wrestling mind. Exactly. So what bring Abyss brings to the table is something different exactly. than a, you know, uh, Tyson, a, uh, TJ, TJ a kid. kid, you know, you know what I mean? exactly. Yeah. Who's so an agent, it, it's you know? all, and when you know somebody can put together a good match, whether it be a, uh, submission technical match or a, you know, a production of a mainstream John Cena match or somebody's going to put together an old school match or, or a hardcore match. You need these different minds. And Abyss is definitely a guy who knows how to put together a hardcore knockdown drag out fight. So I, I, I'm, I'm with Abyss getting, uh, signed on. I'm excited for that. Cause we, who knows what we're gonna see? So this is crazy. <laughs> He's done some crazy, crazy shit in TNA. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, so um, shout out to them for getting uh, the, the spots uh, and working hard and, and getting it paying off. You know what I mean? Yo, so with that, working hard, uh huh. Conrad Thompson. Conrad Thompson, Mr. Finesse. Mr. Finesse, yes. Mr. Finesse Conrad Mr. Thompson. Finesse got another finesse. He got another finesse. Another finesse. Mr. Conrad Thompson got Mark Calloway, a.k.a. The Undertaker, uh, at yeah. Starcade, and you wanted that to be your business and logic. Yeah, yeah. So we might as well go ahead and make that the business and logic and get on out of here. So business and logic right now, I'm bringing up this. Um, the Starcast is happening. I'm not sure if it's happening before the Double or Nothing event with AEW, AEW's first big event. They're going to have this uh, Double or Nothing uh, show in May, I believe. And before that, right, it's going to be Conrad Thompson hosting StarCast again like he did before All In. And he's, you know, signing on wrestlers to come at this signing and this kind of convention, wrestling convention that he's put together. And Undertaker's going to be there. Somehow Conrad Thompson managed to finesse getting Mark Calloway himself, The Undertaker, to sign on and go to his Starcast event. So, with that said, I'm not sure if Undertaker knows what's going on with AEW and understands why that would piss off WWE, but he did go on Twitter and delete everything WWE related. You know? He deleted every reference for him in WWE, so he must know what's going on with AEW. He must know, and it must have some effect on why you know he deleted it. Because he wouldn't have done it before that, you know? Um, now, I'm not saying he's going to AEW. Because I'm not saying he's going to AEW. I'm saying that this relationship he has with Vince now. Undertaker has been... People say Vince's greatest creation. So, like, people say that Undertaker is his greatest creation. And Vince has this, you know, love affair with The Undertaker and the character of The Undertaker. Which we all do. Of course. And he, uh, rightfully so. Vince... Seeing Undertaker sign on to the Starkers, I think he sees it as a betrayal to some extent. He's and Jericho just you know signed AEW. Vince sees now Undertaker signing on to Starcast, a convention, so he's over here propping up this company on a little small minute level because he's not really affiliated with AEW. But people are gonna go to see Undertaker. They're gonna know about AEW and they're gonna sign. You know, that's how he sees it. I think Vince. So he sees this kind of like, oh wow, you're working for the enemy. And with that, mm, with that, with mm. that, with that in mind, I think we get a panic. And Vince like, all right, I'm gonna. I need to make new stars. I, I can't rely on Undertaker. I can't rely on Chris Jericho. I need to bring up four NXT guys and see what these new guys got because I don't see the stars on Raw yet. He doesn't see the stars yet that he wants. So he wants to bring up some new people and forcibly make that happen. I think it's a reaction to that on a, on a, on a, on a unrelated level. Like I don't think anybody really thinks like that. I don't think he thinks that, but I think that is why we get the show we got, the shows we got this week. Because that's a that's a that's surprising. Like who who thought there were gonna be four angsty calls in one week on both shows having perform? No one that that's you know that is kind of weird. You know I'm not gonna say it's not unordinary. It is unordinary. And then they got four spots on both shows. I think Vince is looking at them and like, all right, I want to make these guys. I want to make some new stars. Because I don't want to rely on these guys as an old time, which is what we've been asking for this entire time. So that's my conspiracy theory, business and logic. And with this happening, <laughs> and with this happening, Vince, I think Undertaker does bring more eyes to AEW on a on a subtle level. You know, um, I can see that. 
Um, it's more controversy, at least. So wrestling fans are talking. I think it's just a payday, man. You know, for him, it's a payday. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's just the same. I mean, realistically, he's not doing a match in AEW. No, though. I know, but I he's mean, not working with them also, the, uh, exactly. So, does Vince really care? Yes, he cares that Undertaker's even doing the Starcast event because he's paid like that. That's how I'm. That's how I'm seeing it. I mean, but even with that, how much longer can that guy be your cash cow? Even even if he's not even if this is not bad, we're talking, we're talking business. He's reacting we're from talking it, I think. Business, We're talking business and logic, and I think that this was not. I don't want to. I don't think this is a Vince reaction or anything. From what I understand. For the inner workings, Vince is knowing of NXT, but not in the know of NXT. Triple H is the one who hypes his guys up. Yeah. So Vince is like, sure thing, kid. Give me your best four. Why does Vince say that, though? I mean, the same reason why Roman Reigns is going to be on Raw next week. Ratings. Ratings matter. For like, is we've we, we've talked about this. How many times have I've been bro- saying that I'm, for the longest I'm, time? I'm, I'm saying, but also my thing. I don't think that. I don't think that. I don't. For one, I don't think this. Let's 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 compartmentalize this right quick. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that Roman Reigns coming back to. Wrestling is a reaction to The Undertaker. I do think that Roman Reigns coming back to Raw is also a ratings thing, but it's a cross promotion. Roman Reigns is going to be in the new movie with The Rock, Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. which is going to be a spinoff of the Fast and Furious that made a billion dollars yeah. as a franchise. Mm-hmm. It's just business. Roman, you're healthy, right, kid? Come give a status of your health. Come plug the movie. It's an easy plug because they're also doing that with my family with Paige. Mm-hmm. It's just a whole lot of things going on I right think now. That, with I think, that, I think that it's that not. Just, yeah, I, but here's the thing, though. I think it's not mutually exclusive. I think that that's also the ratings is, is the reason why he's doing these things. But I also think that, you know, he knows. That that because here's the thing I hear that the, the their their relationship they had some kind of conversation about this you know and whether Vince is cool with it which he probably is he still feels some type of way you know and Vince still and, Vince and Raw had a, and, and 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 he no he, it doesn't matter it's not rational but here's the thing then then Raw happens there's rewrites all day which is what people are saying you know, rewrites which all day which happens and normal you know, which happens more times than not on yeah. Raw. And then, so it's not. Then like we get everything, everything, everything at once. Is that and then the NXT guys come up all four, not one, four at one time. Well, because all right, so because maybe it's a conspiracy the, because theory. That people, that's, because that's look, because look, 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 when when they called up the guys from NXT the first time, we looked around and was like, what the fuck? What Lacey Evans was part of that group? We was like, <laughs> we, the still, fuck? we still haven't seen lines. 
<laughs> he was the one they were trying to bring up first. Bro, Lars, EC3. Now, granted, Heavy Machinery was on both two, ta- two tag team title uh-huh. uh, elimination gauntlet matches. So, they're, they're being uh, spotlighted and whatnot. EC3 also um, got, you know, got the rub from Dean. But, but when Vince tried to do the first four people that came up, he was like, Ew, that's what you got in the NXT? <laughs> I think that's what you that's what you that's what you said that I think was Vince, gonna I think be Vince my future? Them. I think Vince picked those guys. Those are not Triple H call ups, those are like Vince's call ups. Like, oh, uh who, who's this guy? Who's this girl? Alright, alright, who's this guy who has a nice body? Alright, bring these guys up. I think he sees uh Otis Dozovic and Heavy Machinery so, and they're like, oh, they're but, funny, they look but funny. Those, but they've been on Raw and SmackDown for close to a month. And haven't moved, not Nan Nita. Yeah, here's the thing. That's the that it takes time for them to move the needle. I don't I'll think them to be the boot You boost. know what's going to move yeah. the needle? Who they brought up? Absolutely. Yeah. So, 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 so with that being said, so with that being said, with the NXT call ups coming up, Vince was like, "That wasn't it. It's bad. Dope. Give me another batch." What you gave me was stepped on, my nigga. You gave me Lacey Evans, EC3, and Heavy Machinery. That shit was fucking soap, nigga. Give me something else. And, oh, Triple H is like, oh, you know, my man, he ran out of that good shit, but uh, I'll be right back with you. And he came with Alice the Black, Ricochet, and DIY. And fucking Vince was like, ah, money. Uh, EC3 ain't moving no t-shirts. Uh, Heavy Machine ain't moving no uh, t-shirts. <laughs> Zero. You got your you got your, <laughs> you got your theories. I got mine. You know? <laughs> one 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 of your theories that Triple H is which is Coke dealer. <laughs> My theory is that he's feeling has he's in his feelings about that Undertaker shit and Chris Jericho shit on a slut on not like a big level that he's like butthurt. Nah, but listen, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I need to make new stars. But like, I, I need mean, to shake shit, shit up he's, again. He's always known that he needs to make new stars. Let's be, and that's why I'm saying. But like, you know, when this happens, it's like another like spark, you know, in your mind where you're like, oh, I remember I got to take the trash out. And when you smell something, it's like a spark. Like, oh yeah, I remember I got to make new stars. Let's react. Let's do that right now. I mean, right now, also and he has to really think about a sober look on Raw. Am I? Do I have any stars here? And he probably looked at Raw and was like, uh, nah. And he looked at Takers like, if I bring him back, like, how many cheap pops? Can he I know make? he's not trying to bring him back. It's just that, I, that 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 connection he has with him. I'm just saying, it's like an emotional reaction sometimes. You know. I mean, but also I mean, look at it's bu- okay business and logic. It makes Listen, sense. And, and look, that's what I'm saying. So I don't think Vince is mad. Look at I'm this. Not saying, okay. This one. Yes, you are. So listen. Vince is mad. No, I'm saying that Vince is making decisions. I think Vince also knows reaction. that. I, I don't think it's reaction. Like let's let's think of this. Let's let's think of this realistically. That's his intellectual property as being blasted all over the place. That's his. That's his, that's his intellectual property. That's all over the place. That's a chance for Undertaker to plug in the, the fucking WWE network. That's Undertaker's chance to go reminisce he, about he, matches. That's but going. here's the thing about it. I would be. I would be right with you. All the way, memorabilia, all I'll that be, is going to be signed and I'll sold. Re- I'm right with you. If Undertaker didn't do the shit on Twitter and take off any reference to WWE, his contract was ending. Like that's my thing. Like that, that's why I said there's too, there's too many things. That's why I'm like, C- I mean, you know? CT. Like I mean, like dude, I, I'm done. I, I, mean, I did say it was conspiracy. So I, I'm, just, I'm not saying it's what I know, happened. But take it, it, just, I, something take, I have to say. Takers should take. Like, Taker's not looking at AEW like, oh, yeah, I can eat. Like, no. That's not what I'm saying, though. Okay, but he took his stuff off of WWE because, like, I'm done here. 
I'm, do you I'm, think that I'm, all this happening at the same time doesn't mean anything? No. All right. All right. All right. There you go. All right. That's enough said. No, I think that realistically, like we're talking about business, Conrad is a like mover. Why now? Conrad is a mover and a shaker uh, in the. This is a revolutionary of the a revolution of the business. You can make money without being under the conglomerate of WWE. This is Undertaker's chance right now to see what his peers have been doing, and he's been missing out. He's a mystique, mysterious character of WWE. Do you not know how much money that can make him? Yeah. So, at this point in time, what I'm saying is, is that why not when wrestling fans are paying out the wazoo to travel just to hear people talk for you're, hours? You're, you're, you're arguing something I'm that not, I'm not saying. All I'm saying is I don't think it's a conspiracy against WWE or I don't think that Vince McMahon is seeing this as a coincidence of all that's happening. I just think of happenstance. This is WrestleMania season, dude. Like, this is when he kicks it up in a high gear. Regardless, okay. no football is on. Right. Basketball is dull at the uh, All-Star weekend. I got to kick this shit in the high gear because my biggest moneymaker is coming in two months. Mm. I need to know what I have going into the next year. This is going to be a huge financial year for him. Absolutely. This is huge. He needs to make new stars going into Fox because you can't go in and have Fox think they're going to give you $205 million a year because you got the fucking 60-year-old dead man coming on television. Nigga, I'm not saying so. Any he, of that. So he, what I'm saying is, is that of course there's nothing else for Ricochet and Alistair Black and, and Tommaso Champion and Johnny that Tommaso and Johnny are going to cultivate their feud in NXT. Done. There's nothing that they're going to be able to do in NXT that they need to stick around for. At this point in time, it's easy for them to get cheap eyeballs on them, get cheap YouTube clicks on them. Have people that are not normally wrestling fans get invested in them because at the same time, that is your moneymaker. A guy that can sell a $30 t-shirt. You know what I mean? Like that is a a guy that can sell out t-shirts at a venue is your moneymaker. You got four four guys that can that are merch sellers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And th- that overrides anything right now that the Undertaker can present to you. That's what that proves my point. You're like you're arguing my point. That's so why I'm saying that's that's what he's trying to do. Cause he's cause I'm saying that's uh, but here's the thing. We there's no way to prove what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, I was just something I just wanted to, to share with y'all. That's my crazy conspiracy theory. However, I'm happy with the NFC call-ups. I'm happy on takers at Starcast. I'm with all that, and I know, and I know there's no like real bad blood. I'm just saying that it's all happening at the same time, and my mind started racing. I think it's happening at the I same time because of because of money. I think none, none, like I, like I said, I, uh, I I think right now like the landscape of the business is like Taker looks at it like, okay, do I want to re up and be on a Legends deal, or do I want to go out and make fucking forty grand mm-hmm. a show? Mm-hmm. One day, yeah, you know what I mean. Guy. And so he, he calls yeah. Vince and like, "Yo, I'm not, re, I'm not re-upping." Yeah, and Vince he, is like, "But you're my guy," and then Taker's like, "Yeah, but are you gonna give me forty grand a pop? Forty yeah, grand an appearance?" That's exactly what I'm trying to say. And then but right I don't after, think Vince is not Vince deletes everything with WWE. I mean, Undertaker deletes everything with WWE on his Twitter. He signs up for Starcast. They're doing Starcast. I'm not sure if he's using Undertaker name or anything like that, but he's gonna be a Starcast, Mark Calloway. And then at the same time, so clearly there must have been a conversation. 
Vince must have been like, okay, Undertaker's now going to be a star cast. If for any reason, if you're thinking that Vince doesn't have any type of like, all right, this AEW thing, other he's over there, I'm going to start making some new stars and make sure that I'm going here and make, putting on an effort to make my, my ratings pop. I think that's a trigger. I think that is a wake-up call to Vince. Not not in the scare, not in the, in the, in the, the face of like he's scared. Not in the face of that he's mad about anything. It's just that also um, he's dawned on him. Okay, you know, let me just bring up some new NXT characters today. And but he was already they, on that wavelength. Put him over. He was already on that wavelength a month. That's what I'm saying. He was already but, on our like, a month I mean, ago. I think he knows those guys are weren't it. I, I, I don't. You can't say that when you just said Lacey Evans is his girl. No, you, no, no, you, you, no, you no, 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 no. That. I think he knows that he's Lacey Evans the only one that I think is his girl. Like that, out of everybody else, he wanted to push Lacey and Lars. I don't think Otis was meant to, and Dozovich, Heavy Machine was going to do anything. And I don't think I don't think EC three was meant to do anything either. You know, he didn't get the big pop when he beat Dean. You know, I think he. Reacted after all this shit that happened this weekend, and and we got four we got four great calls for, this week. Or he, he could have seen that. Or he could have seen that halftime heat did really great numbers, and four of those six guys are not going to be in programs after Mania. Well, no, I think halftime that, heat put great numbers. And four out of the six guys were caught that's up. That's not and mutually not, exclusive, though. I think why, they, why is they that not mutually exclusive? Because be NXT, that. I, I, that's true. But I mean, that like those 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 guys were on a platform mm-hmm. that I think Vince looks like was like okay. This wasn't Monday Night Raw. This wasn't SmackDown Live. And people are intrigued. You know what I mean? I have stars already. I don't need to look for new stars. I legitimately, under my umbrella that I'm cashing checks to, have stars already. So in the sense of when you're like saying that, hey, okay, my ratings or, you know what I mean, Taker is leaving. You know what I mean? I legitimately think it's all happenstance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Super Bowl was just like I think last week or two weeks ago or uh-huh. something like that. I it was think about, yeah, it was like I, three I, weeks ago or something. Was it? Damn, yeah, this yeah, month yeah. is fucking flying. Uh-huh, man. Yeah, but I really do think that, like, for business wise, it, I, I don't want to go into the conspiracy theory thing because I think it makes money for both people on the back end. So I don't think Vince was mad. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't think I, he's or, mad. Or, or, or I don't think I just thought that, was... you know, I think that is just all happening at once. It was, it was funny to me. Um, there's no way to prove this shit, guys. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just talking. And it's me being a mark. This is not even like me being a reasonable mark. This is just me being a mark and me talking just like you guys are, you know, about this crazy shit that's going on. But but that's why we have this all, conversation all because all, that's why we bring it to the forefront. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all in all, I'm, I'm excited to see the wrestling business flourishing, man. Uh, I listened to an interview with on uh, Chris Jericho's podcast. Shout out to Chris Jericho with uh, Tony Khan. They talked a lot of business with AEW on that podcast. Check it out if you guys want to um, hear what the plans is business-wise with AEW going forward. Uh, Chris Jericho podcast. I think it's called uh, Talk, is Jericho. Talk is Jericho. Yeah, with uh, Tony Khan, uh, the son of the Jaguars owner. And, uh, yeah, he talks 
Yeah, AEW might might have some legs with the way he, his vision, and he's a, he's a real wrestling fan. Like he's not like a guy who's just trying to invest. He's been a fan. He used to trade tapes and all that stuff. So it was an interesting interview. And after hearing that interview, I think that AEW is gonna make the and in, in all in all, it's gonna make the the wrestling business a better place. So Undertaker getting the bag over there at Starcast is because of AEW even existing. Starcade. And uh, shout <laughs> out to Conrad, Mr. Finesse again, for um, putting that together. Uh, you are an inspiration. And hopefully one day we get to that level where we can uh, be Finesse Juniors. Yeah, Finesse. <laughs> yeah. Duh. My man finessed his marriage with Megan, who's the daughter of Ric Flair, mm-hmm. who's friends with Taker. Yo. To like come. Mad podcast. Bro, mad podcast. And he has a star cast now. He's just killing the game right now. Yeah. Um, Posting but shit. I, I think Taker, I think honestly, realistically, um, business is booming. Uh, logically, I think it realistically makes sense uh, for all parties involved. Um, listen, Taker, if you can make in fucking 10 visits what I was going to give you in a yearly contract because, you know, you're, you know, I'm going to give you a million, but mm-hmm. you can go ahead and make half a million off a couple of, yeah. of visits. Then, bro, I'm not finna. I'm not finna. <clears throat> crazy? I'm about uh-huh. to keep you on the books for that? <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, Get yeah, out of yeah. here, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah scrub you know, that we, Twitter. We, scrub we, that. We, <laughs> we all saw that uh, <laughs> Showdown in Melbourne. We all saw that, you know? And, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was not it pretty. It was a sight for sore eyes, to say the least. But, uh, yeah, with that said, uh, it's been real, man. This was a good podcast. Um, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, it's two hours. If y'all guys stay with us for this two hours, um, shout out to y'all because um, that's real love. Yeah, for real. Shout out to you guys. Hearing us just sit here and talk just shit. Just talk shit. <laughs> I mean, but About wrestling. It. Y'all do it for everybody else, so why not do it for us? You word, know what I'm saying? Uh, once again, this is Chitty Bang. And this is Chris the Most High, and we are Reasonable Wrestling. Wait, ch- check us out on our Instagram, Reasonable Facebook. Wrestling, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. That's the that's our name on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can yo, we got an email now that uh, we are again going to be on Spotify. That uh-huh. um, you know, so y'all can go ahead and search for us there on Spotify Absolutely. again. Um, we're on iTunes, we're mm-hmm. on SoundCloud, uh, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast, we're on YouTube. Twitter, yeah, we're, we're on everywhere. YouTube, Reasonable Wrestling, we're on Twitter, Twitter. RW Podcast, Podcast One. One, uh, give us a follow, shout us out, um, mm-hmm. and fuck it, yo, we, uh, we'll be here next week too, live mm-hmm. in Ruckus. Episode 41. Episode 41. Mm. This is uh, the midlife crisis here. <laughs> Everything's down here from now, nigga. Yeah, for we get a wrecked out dysfunction and all that, nigga. <laughs> 41. It's 41 months, man. <laughs> 41 weeks, nigga. God damn. That's true. 41 <laughs> weeks. Uh, yeah, all right, man. Y'all take it easy. Peace. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 
Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in store for details.